and we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and/or listening to ABL Live. Thank y'all for joining me tonight. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live in the show, and I appreciate y'all for that. We got a whole lot going on all over the internets, all over mainstream media, social media, everywhere, and I don't know where to start. First of all, Jimmy Fox getting canceled. So Jimmy Fox almost dies, allegedly. Some say he got cloned. You got all that going on to only come back and get canceled. It's like, you know what? I might as well just stay invisible rather than coming back to this nonsense. We'll talk about that in a minute. Also, uh, the world famous Switch streamer, Kai Sinat, started a riot in New York City, Union Square. Thousands came out for a PlayStation 5 giveaway, allegedly. We'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later. Also, we got two U.S. Navy sailors who tried and or did sell secrets to China. And one of the guys was a Chinese national, and I think he became a naturalized U.S. citizen while in the military. Nobody saw this coming. We'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later. Also, the ban on pistol braces from the ATF may be in jeopardy. They may go ahead and overturn that, and I say it's high time they did. Shout out to the groups who are fighting this rule and who also support the Second Amendment in general. We'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later. Also, the mayor of Chicago, Brandon Johnson, says the term, quote-unquote, mob action is inappropriate. You can't refer to kids as little Al Capones. We'll talk about all those things and more on tonight's episode of ABL Live. And thank y'all again for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internets. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. This is also a podcast you're listening to right now. It'll be available on your favorite audio streaming platform, whether that be Google Play, Spotify, Station Anchor, iTunes, Apple iTunes, etc. Uh, link for that will be in the description or just go to your favorite audio streaming platform and search ABL Live. I should pop right on up. And before we get into everything, we got Jimmy Fox, we got Kaisa Knott. We got Trump, we got DeSantis, we got a lot of things going on. It's, it's a whole lot happening, but before we even get into it, y'all know how I do. Shout out to the sponsors, shout out to PatriotPost.us, your best source of news and information anywhere on these internets. Their link will be in the box, or just go to PatriotPost.us directly, tell them ABL sent you. Also, go to the merch website, ablmerch.us. Com, that is A-B-L-M-E-R-C-H dot C-O-M. Check it on out right now. We got hats, t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, mugs, and more right there on the website, ablmerch.com. Also, go to my regular website, anthonyblogan.com. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, the letter B-L-O-G-A-N.com. Go to the front page of the website. You can find articles for each video that I produce. And in the articles, you, you can find full videos. You can find sources from conservative, liberal, politically agnostic, national, local, whatever you want. I got the source for you right there. If you're ever asking yourself, hey, ABL, where'd you get that tidbit of information? Just go to the website. Go to the corresponding article. You should be able to find a good source right there. AnthonyBLogan.com. Also, go to AnthonyBLogan.com forward slash contact to find my email address, my snail mail address, 
my social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, a.k.a. X. Shout out to Elon Musk for the rebrand. It's kind of growing on me a little bit, but you can find all my contact information on my website, anthonyblogan.com forward slash contact. Also, if you guys are wondering if you're speaking to me specifically about some kind of random thing on the internet, like Bitcoin, Forex, first of all, no, you're not talking to me. That's not me. If you reply to one of my videos, if you leave a comment on one of my videos and then someone replies to your comment that looks like me talking about, hey, contact me on this particular sketchy random number with a foreign uh, first three or whatever, please don't do that. Anybody got time to get scammed in this year, 2023. So don't do it. And if you're ever wondering, hey, is that ABL? I wonder if I'm texting him talking about sending him 5 million Bitcoin. Just go to the contact page and see if the method of communication is right there. And if it's not, it's not me. Don't get scammed. Anybody got time for that? Because I still get emails from y'all. I promise I do. I say the same thing every show. And every show I say, I still get emails. Hey, man, I got scammed. I thought it was you, man. I thought I could trust you. Don't do it. I'm telling you right now, don't do it. It's not me. Don't get scammed. All right? Anybody got time for that? But thank you guys for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. We got a lot going on. And where are we going to start? I don't really know. I don't even know where to start. There's so much going on. We got quite a few um, videos to get into, quite a few articles to read, quite a few topics. The Jamie Foxx one is going to be a big one. I'm going to save that for a little while later because that is more of a cultural misunderstanding. I, I realize before I before I say anything else on my on this show, I realize that a lot of the racial tension is really just cultural misunderstanding. Okay, because the the truth is that I have a lot more in common with some white guys who grew up similar to me in similar environments, circumstances than I do with some black Americans who did not grow up where I grew up or how I grew up. It's just a cultural thing. And people, when they don't understand certain things culturally, that causes conflict. Okay. This is why America, we try to have like a similar culture. When you have different cultures. That's when the clashes happen. It's, it's very simple. And it's not a race thing. Not at all. Language barrier, cultural barrier is going to cause problems. I'm saying one thing you're saying one thing. We're trying to communicate that way, and it's not possible. I don't know your language. You don't know my language. We may speak the same language, but we have different means of communication. It's going to cause conflict, but we're going to get into that in just a little while. So y'all, please, please, oh, please, oh, please hang tight. All righty. Where am I going to start? There's a lot I could get into. I could get into Kaisenat and the riot out there in New York, I could get into quite a few things. You know where I want to start? I, I kind of want to start with some with some video here, all right? Because I got quite a few of these, and um, we're gonna we're gonna get straight to it. All right, Kaiser not there was quite a few videos of him. Um, Brandon Johnson, there was quite a few videos there. Um, I'm gonna play some stuff randomly. Then we're going to get into some bigger topics. All right. So y'all hang tight. We're going to get into a little bit of Ron DeSantis because they're still trying to talk about him. 
that that's that's a an, an issue for some reason. That is still an issue. And <laughs> I I got a pretty good one right here. All right, hold on one second. Hold on one good second right here. Okie dokie. So I'm gonna show this. The um <laughs> I've done a video about this. I'm not quite sure if it's out yet. I don't. Th I think the video I did about this is going to be coming out tomorrow. But I'm going to show you guys this video. I don't think I've shown it yet. Now, have you guys seen the fake runner that Somalia sent? Have you guys seen that? So let me tell you the story. Okay. Somalia um, sent an athlete to the World University Games over in China. This is a 100-meter race. It's women racing. Now, they did send a biological woman, you know, unlike some countries, USA, et cetera. You know, it, it didn't pull a Leah Thomas where you're sending a whole man, six foot three, still got a twig and berries. They didn't do that. But they sent an untrained person to run. You know, if you're going to go out there and run 100 meters, you need to be training, you need to be exercising, you need to actually know how to run. They sent somebody who could not run at all. And it was a mess. And the video has gone viral. Now, we got to watch this again. I'm going to give them some credit for at least sending a woman. Because they could have sent some Usain Bolt-looking character to run for the women and be obvious. You got some big, uh, crazy Adam Zappel, uh, 5 o'clock shadow, all this, that, and the third. That could be going on, but it just sent an untrained woman. So let's let's check it out here. All right, do I have some sound? Okie dokie. Matter of fact, hold on. The, the quality is not that great, but this is going to be what you need because you got to see what's happening. Now, here you have a real woman, okay, from Brazil. That's an actual biological woman in shape, a runner. Now, let's zoom out. RPTA headphone users. Now, let's pause right here. We have, we have three biological women, right? We have three real women, but you see... The white lady on the left, that's a real lady. The lady on the right from Brazil, a real lady. The lady in the middle is also a real lady, but, I mean, I'm seeing something a little bit different. I'm seeing somebody who's not really in shape, not an overly obese person, nothing like that, not an obese person, but you got to be in a certain kind of shape to be out there trying to run, okay? You're built like you are a lunch lady. Or you sell yams on the side of the road, okay? This is not a runner. This is not, they, they said later, she's not a sports person. Look at this. Look, look at this. Are these, are these shorts or cut off? Are these, are these cut off? What, what, what is going on here? Now I understand Somalia, you got the Muslim culture and you got to cover up. I get it. But this is ridiculous. What do we even have on? Now look, everybody else looks like they, you know, they they get in their stance, they look, they they're stretching properly, everything's going right. Okay, everything looks good. And watch this. Look at this. Look at how far back the Somali lady is. Look at how far back. Look at this. 
This is crazy. Um, I'm going to let it continue, but I think she clocked in at the slowest time ever in the 100 meter. You see right there, Somalia Athletics official suspended after Nice runs nearly 22 seconds in 100 meters. Look at this. Do, do you see her jogging? Look, they're supposed to sprint. She's barely jogging. And you see a little skip at the end. The skip at the end was funny. See that, that, little, that little run right there. You're being a little kid and missed the bus. And then you're trying to like catch up to it a little bit, but not really giving your full effort. And then at the end, you're just like, oh man, I missed the bus. I got to stay home or do something else now. Look at this. I mean, what in... <laughs> so, okay, let me tell you what happened. So, apparently, what you have here is just corruption. She's the niece of someone high up in Somalia's athletics. And there's not really a true government in Somalia at the moment. There kind of is, but not really. It's just outright corruption. She is someone's niece, and she was sent there to represent them because of that. It was just pure nepotism, Okay. Just like Hunter Biden smoking crack, getting discharged from the military, and then going to Burisma Holdings, getting paid 50 grand, 50 grand a month to be on the board, and then sending 10 to the big guy. It's the exact same thing, nepotism. But the difference is at least Hunter can just sit on the board and do nothing. He can just get money for nothing. But she has to go out there and actually perform. Now, some are saying, how does she qualify? This was a qualifying race, so she did not qualify. But the reason why she was sent to China is because she's someone's niece. So they put her on the plane, sent her out there. Now, I don't know what she was trying to gain. I don't know what she was trying to gain, but um, or, uh, uh, it, it didn't really work out too well. And look, you, you see the, the body difference. You see Brazil. Okay, nice and firm in tone and ready to roll right next to Miss Somalia again. Not obese, but... Running a 100-meter relay in, in China, you know, competing is not for everybody, okay? If you put me out there, it's going to be a similar performance because I'm not a trained runner. That's not what I do, all right? That's not what I do. Now, if it's a competition about talking for a long time, I can win that hands down against most normies. But uh, running in a straight line and trying to be some kind of speed demon, I'm not built for that at this current moment, you know? I need to lay off the cookies and all that good stuff. Okay, all the carbohydrates I got to put to the side for a minute. You see this little belly right there. You enjoying them carbohydrates and the empanadas and everything else, but different story, I digress. Yeah, I think I think Brazil did win. Okay, obviously, Miss Somalia did not win. So, yeah, that was pretty crazy. But that just shows you nepotism um, and obvious corruption. And that happens all over the world. But usually when there's corruption, it's to win. Like sending a male rather than a female talking about their transgender to get an advantage, um, putting somebody on HGH, some kind of hormone replacement therapy, something like that to give someone an advantage, steroids. That's usually how it goes, right? Now, did she finish? She did finish. She finished at almost 22 seconds in the 100 meter. Compared that to, I think, the winner was like at sub 10 seconds, I think. 
I think it might have been like nine point something or right around 10. So she was a full 10 seconds slower than the slowest person. All right. Now, that it was not just a meme. That was a real thing that happened. That that really did happen. All right. So, yeah. Shout out to Somalia. They they um they fired the, the person's aunt that sent her out there. But you just have a corrupt government that's not really a, a stable government. That's all that happened. Now, what's the excuse for the U.S. sending males to go out there and swim and weight lift and stuff like that? Different story. I digress. All right. Now, here we have another video. This is about climate change. This is a really short one. So, have you guys noticed how much gas has been costing? I, I noticed that. It kind of went up overnight. Just, I felt like it was a, a few days ago I was paying like two something, like two fifty or something like that for a gallon of gas. Now it's like a dollar more. It literally skyrocketed overnight. Overnight it skyrocketed. I'm like, hey, <laughs> what, what's going on here? Like, is this holiday travel, gas prices? Like, what's happening? Now, Gail King wants to blame something other than the obvious for the increase in gas prices. Let's check it out. Have you noticed a recent surge in gas prices this summer? Join the club. You're not alone. The national average price of a gallon of regular is now $3.83. That's about 30 cents more than it was just a month ago. One big factor might surprise you. It seems this summer's extreme heat is playing a role. The heat, is that is that what we're going to say? That the heat is causing the gas prices to rise? What's that got to do with it? So are we going to try, are we going to, try to say it's climate change? That's, that's the reason why the gas is going so high? I mean, I don't, can you, can you expand on that? I don't think that's the reason why. I think we have some policies on, on the books that are trying to make the gas prices go higher. And this is part of the same reason why they want to eliminate certain kinds of vehicles. You can't get a V8 anymore. No more Camaros in charge with the V8. They're trying to go all electric. And these electric vehicles, I mean, you have some nice electric cars. Some of the Teslas are nice. They look nice. They, they feel nice to drive in. But I'm not quite sure I trust technology all the way. I don't want to have no lithium-ion battery that could explode and burn my whole house down in my garage. I'm not really a big fan of that. And then to replace these batteries is a crazy expense. And how are we going to power the grid to charge all these electric cars? All you're going to do is end up burning more coal. So if the objective is to be friendly to the environment, how is that going to do that when you're going to just have an increase on the coal demand? Because people would think that you could just charge things with, I don't know, pixie dust, uh, air, water, I guess they think the grid is powered by hydroelectric and uh, the so-called renewables, but that's not the case. You know, you're using a bunch of dirty so-called quote-unquote fossil fuels to power the grid, and the more demand on the grid, the more you're going to use these so-called dirty fossil fuels. It is what it is, okay? You have some coal that burns cleaner than others, but at the end of the day, you're still burning coal. You're still using the so-called dirty energy. You're not going to get away from that. I think it's I think the whole green energy thing is a way for them to try and take away some of our autonomy, you know, to make us dependent upon them. That's my humble opinion. But hey, what do I know? It is what it is. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. And we got quite a bit more now. Have you guys seen the whole thing about Ron DeSantis and the the standards out there in Florida? They're saying that he's trying to support slavery, all this, that, and the third. Now we got this, um, 
I don't know if this is a podcast or what's going on, but this you're about to see right here is part of kind of a boycott of DeSantis. Uh, there was a, a fraternity, a black fraternity that canceled their their retreat or getaway or whatever it is in Florida because of what Ron DeSantis, quote unquote, did. Although it wasn't even him. It's the Department of Education issuing standards for black history. And quite frankly, from what I saw, the standards were amazing. Probably some of the best and most complete standards for black history in the country before they changed the standard. A lot of what you would hear about black history was dealing with LGBTQ, LMNOP, XYZ, things that was not even relevant to black history. Why am I learning about drag queen story time? Why am I learning about uh, queer people, all that kind of stuff? When we're talking about Langston Hughes, uh, uh, Booker T. Washington, reconstruction, slavery, why am I hearing about, some um, six foot five dude with a beard dancing with a dress on. I don't understand. But anyway, here's some kind of podcast about the whole situation. You are a owner of a franchise in a league that is 70 plus percent black to publicly support a candidate and their presidential campaign. So let's back up a little bit. So the owner of the Orlando Magic basketball team, the NBA basketball team, he donated 50 grand to DeSantis's campaign. And this person right here, who appears to be 50% white at best, is upset about it. You are a owner of a franchise in a league that is 70 plus percent black. To publicly support a candidate and their presidential campaign who has gone on record and said that black people benefited from slavery. And That's not even what he said. First of all, he didn't say anything. You have standards that were created by the Department of Education and it was black folks that created the standards. He didn't say anything at all. And it's not about black folks benefiting from slavery. It's not even it. Slavery, we all know, is bad. But if you were enslaved and you learn skills and you use those skills to free yourself and have a better life for yourself afterward, then that was a benefit to you. What you learn for yourself, not to help the slave master, not to perpetuate slavery but to gain your freedom and to live a prosperous life afterward that is the whole context of the statement but see this is what they do they employ these podcasters these black lives matter wokeity wokes they employ the politicians they employ uh old school media radio television they employ them to craft a narrative so if they can repeat the lie enough on various platforms, then it becomes the standard. So then when I talk, when I talk to somebody about it and I try to explain it to them, if they're already emotionally checked in to what the narrative is, they're not going to hear me. They can't hear me at all. So when people say, man, Hey, how do you reach the black community? How do you reach these white liberals or whatever? I'm like, look, I don't try to convince anyone of anything, but I'm here. If you want to hear me, all right. It's like a preacher with a church. I'm not going to drag you by your hair and bring you into church, but I'm going to be here every Sunday preaching. So the door is open. Like my, my channel right now is open. It's not just for subscribers. You can come in here. Come on, come on. I don't discriminate. I don't care where you at in life, what you got going on. Come on in and hear the good word. If you don't want to hear it, that's fine. I'm not going to force you. All right. That's my advice to anybody trying to change anybody's mind. Don't try to do that. Just be available for them to hear the word so to speak. Let's keep on going.
and slavery was a good thing. Then go ahead and change the curriculums in school so that you teach that to impressionable young children is problematic. It's now, wait, 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 wait. Now we're concerned about impressionable young children, but if I was to tell her that, you know, drag queen story time, having full grown adult males swinging at genitalia in front of the kids is a bad thing, then she would be against that. She probably the type of person that would go to a pride parade and have no problem with some full grown adult male with his stuff, you know, ready to rock right in front of a little child. She wouldn't even care about that because of the brainwashing that's happened to her. You see what I'm saying? But to teach accurate and truthful history is somehow a problem because it interferes with your pre-existing uh, narrative in your mind. It's not only just unequivocally not true, it's unequivocally racist. The reason that there is a drastic difference in generational wealth between white Americans and black Americans is Obviously, you got both going on. So are you rich and poor at the same time? Like, what's happening? Is because of slavery. So whatever your political allegiances are, that's your prerogative. But we're still judging the fact that you can stand. Here's a question. If the differences between if, if, if the generational gap or the wealth gap is because of slavery, then how about folks that come here afterwards that are not white? The, the Indian Americans, Asian, other ethnic groups that are not black or white. They came over here and dominate. Like, what are we talking about? I don't really understand. If they could come over here tomorrow and become wealthy, then why can't people that have been here for a long time? What's stopping you? Besides somebody who has a mindset that is just so dangerous to the way that black people are viewed and have been viewed in this country to do it publicly when you are responsible for molding and growing a franchise where like i said it is 70 plus percent black makes me think that you don't care about the people who put the jersey and go out there to try to win you games all i see is colin kaepernick you know i'm gonna tell you something and i'm not trying to be anything other than just factual um when i was a kid like, I'm from the black community for real, for real. From Virginia, right where it all started, right? They say 1619, all of that happened right where I was living. When I was a kid, we would go on field trips to Jamestown, Williamsburg, all of that. It was right there, right where I grew up, right in Virginia, where it all started. Now, when I was a kid, I grew up in a little town called Portsmouth, Virginia, right? We came from West Virginia when I was a baby, coming around that mountain when she in a trailer, straight to the hood in a trailer park and wind up in Portsmouth. When I was a kid, we grew up around 100% black people and everybody was dark skinned. Like I didn't even see light skinned people. Like either you were a black person or the random white person. I, I never saw Mexicans, Asians, or even light skinned black people until I got to be like middle school age, like 12, 13. Aside from that, everybody looked like me or darker. 100%. And what I come to realize when I got older is that people that look kind of like this, not all the time, but sometimes I got a chip on their shoulder because they felt like they weren't really black enough. Because you got to understand, if you're me and you're a kid coming from an environment where everybody is dark-skinned black, like you're in Africa somewhere, and you see her, we're going to say that she's not one of us. So then it becomes a chip on the shoulder. I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying that's what kids do to other kids. Then they grow up and they carry that same thing with them. Not all the time, obviously. Shout out to everybody of all skin colors. I'm just saying 
a thing that I noticed. Colin Kaepernick has it. They, they call it the tragic mulatto. That's that's what they call it. But again, not everybody. So don't nobody get offended and trying to say I'm being colorist because I love everybody. I don't care what color you are. You could be black, white, Puerto Rican, candy stripe. Don't get it twisted. I'm just saying people sometimes carry their childhood trauma with them. But you got to let go of that hurt. Let go of that hurt and be free. I promise when you let go of that hurt and you realize that it's just kids being dumb kids and not knowing any better, you'll be free 100%. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Okay. Oh, and speaking about race and stuff like that. Now, here's a picture of Tyler Perry. All right. Tyler Perry and Mr. Barack Obama. Now, I, I got a video about Mr. Obama coming out tomorrow that some not some may not like because they put him on the pedestal. But hey, do not shoot the messenger anyway. So here you have Obama and Tyler Perry at Tyler Perry's house. This is a very interesting kind of uh, decoration that he got going on right here. Matter of fact, let me see if I can just zoom out a little bit so you can see it that way. There we go. So pretty interesting decoration he has going on right here. It, it, it kind of reminds me of the White House, like the library in the White House. But anyway, the caption says, this photo was taken at my house. I brought these chairs from an auction because they belong to Abraham Lincoln. Shout out to uh, Honest Abe, Free the Slaves. For whatever the reason he did it, he did it. We both sat in them and had a conversation. I wondered when he freed the slaves, could he have imagined that one day, a descendant of those slaves would become president of the United States only in our America. And with all of her flaws, what a great country we live in and we must fight to keep our democracy. Happy birthday to you, president Obama. Now I'm going to give Tyler Perry a little bit of credit, a, a teensy teeny bit of credit. Now he did say that, you know, we, we live in a, a you know, a, a great country and, you know, what a, what a great country we live in. But we're not a democracy. We are a republic. And I got a video about that as well. Somebody got triggered about somebody pointing that out. We're not a democracy. We are a republic. This is just a pledge of allegiance to, <laughs> to the republic. You know, anyway. But here's something else that I got to get him on. Barack Obama is not a descendant of slaves. You see, his father is African from Kenya. So unless his dad was a slave uh, ancestor, like uh, a slave descendant from Kenya, not an American. So he's not a descendant of slaves in America at all. If anything, actually, he is a descendant of slave owners from his mother. The only living president who is not descendant of slave owners is Donald Trump. Let me see if I can find that article right quick. He's the only one, I, and I think all the other presidents are related. Maybe even Trump is as well. I'm not really sure. But anyway, let me just see this right quick. All right, so there's a, hello. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, so every living president, including Obama, right here, you see it, is a descendant of slave owners except Donald Trump. There you have it. So Slit Willie, George W., George H.W., Barack Obama, uh, all of them, 
are descendants of slave owners except for Trump. But Trump's the racist, Trump's the white man, all this and that, and a third. Okay? Barack Obama's mom is a descendant of slave owners. Like, wasn't his mom straight from the Mayflower? Like, you can't get no more biracial than Barack Obama. His dad is Kenyan, 100% African black. His mom is white American, 100% white American. White as Elizabeth Warren. Put them together, you get 50% white, 50% black, but he's seen as black. But anyway, Trump is the only one not descendant of a slave owner because his family immigrated here from Germany, right? Uh, remember the whole thing about Trump and they made fun of his name? Oh, that's his real name, Trump. But if you say anything about somebody that's not a, a, a U.S. citizen originally, they came here as an immigrant, something like that, then you're a racist. But if you make fun of Trump's... Uh, family's former name before they changed it to Trump from Trump, then, you know, that's, that's totally fine. If you do that, it's not really a big deal, but yeah, shout out Tyler Perry. You know, I know you're proud of the picture right there. You want to give your homie a shout out, but he is not a descendant of slaves in America. All right. His dad is from Africa. His mom is white and descendant of a slave owner. It is what it is. Nothing other than facts. I'm not trying to say anything else other than that. All I'm here to do is give you the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Now, I almost forgot. I got to talk about the whole thing about the Republic, you see, because somebody got triggered. Somebody got upset. Is his mom Scottish? Well, shout out, shout out to uh, Scotland. Oh, you have not missed Jamie Foxx yet, Bashia. You have, you have not missed Jamie Foxx. We're going to get to that a little bit later in the show. So you're right on time. We got plenty of time for that. All right. We got a few more videos to get to. Before that, so if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. And I got a few things here. Let me find it. Oh, there we go. It's right on time. Look at this. Look at here. All right. So Al Sharpton was speaking to. Who is this? I can't think of his name. Hey, Al. Y'all know, know who this is when you see him. And I'm not quite sure if this is a, a old video or what. It, look, it, it appears to be kind of old. Let's check it out anyway. So Al Sharpton got upset with my man right here. What's his name? Y'all know what it is. Doug something. I forget his name. But he used to be a congressman or senator from Georgia. My mind is drawing a complete blank right now. But anyway, let's check it out. Hey, Al, just a reminder, this isn't a democracy, it's a republic. And we're reflective of the oh, people that we represent. Oh, this is not a democracy. And it's a republic, Al. Look at the Constitution. We're reflecting uh -huh. the people of the, of the Ninth District. And we're and again, I just want to make one thing very clear. And I, and I enjoy having this conversation I, with you. I, I you enjoy having it too, because I really hope the people in the Ninth District know on the next election that they should not vote thinking this is a democracy that well, Doug should, Collins says this, this is not Doug Collins yeah my man a democracy I'll even this send you the clip hey Al just a reminder this <laughs> I mean it's not a democracy he got so triggered and butthurt but what Doug Collins said here was correct now I'm not sure when this video was from it appears to be kind of old but it doesn't really matter people they really think this whole thing about democracy I just told you the video from uh recently from the podcast where she's like, oh, we're in a democracy. We're not a democracy. We are a republic. We have democratic principles, but we're not a democracy, to be specific. Very simple. All right. It ain't nothing else to it, but we got a whole lot more to get through. Um, now, 
I'm gonna show you guys some random videos and then we got a couple updates. Um, I'm seeing you in the comments talking about Yeezys. I'm gonna I'm talk about that. I have that uh, queued up and I'll get to that in just one moment. But I do see some of your comments. I can't see all the comments, but I do see some of the comments occasionally. All right. A Democratic Republic. Okay, now we, we start talking about different kind of... Is, is this Congo? Like, what's going on? But anyway, let me get to where I wanted to go. Now, if you are a young person especially, or you're looking for a job, trying to work at a place, a brick and mortar, where they got to see your face, they got to see how you look, um... You got to have a good appearance. You know, people talking about, well, why should I change my hair? My hair grows out of my head a certain way. Matter of fact, I'm going to show you this because I've been seeing this as well. Okay, I've been seeing this as well. And it's it's kind of silly to, to say that, right? Now, I'm going I'm to show you this and then I'm going to show you something else. Now, somebody's going to say I'm reaching, but my point will be made. If you are trying to Find a job, especially young people. You, you going to college, getting a degree, and you coming out of college trying to find you a job, and you want to be in a professional setting. You got to have a good appearance. So you want to have crazy hairstyles, have your hair look appropriate, looking nice and neat. Um, if you got tattoos, that's going to be an issue if they're visible. Tattoos on your face, stuff like that. Do not tattoo your face. Now, I know for you guys, I don't got to say it because I'm preaching to the choir. But if you're going to get your face tattooed, you better be the best tattoo artist in the universe because you're going to be doing that forever or you're going to be doing some kind of manual labor. And it ain't nothing wrong with manual labor. Don't get it twisted. But do you want to be 80 years old, you know, like John Henry on the railroad tracks? You got to have a plan for the future. And maybe tattoos on your face might, might not be the best plan. You might do labor outside for a while, but then you might have a back injury and you might need to do something else for a while while you heal. Now, if you got tattoos on your face, you're going to limit your opportunities for growth. Now, I got two things. It's going to be a little bit of a stretch, but I'm going to make my point very clear. Now, I've been seeing this floating around, right? And somebody says, can we please be honest about this? And you see these guys with these crazy dread hairstyles, right? Uh, shout out to all my Miami, Florida, Tallahassee, Orlando people. Are these called wicks? These crazy dreads, right? That go all over the place, right? And people were like, yo, these dreads are kind of ridiculous. And then the person is like, why couldn't you find pics that weren't mugshots? They're cultural hairstyles. Do y'all hate the hair that comes out of our heads? Why are you agreeing with a bee who called our hair nappy? It's like, okay, your hair could come out of your head a certain way, but... I don't think your hair grows naturally into these big giant dreads called wicks. That's not really how that works. Okay. Not at all. That's a hairstyle, not just natural hair. Okay. Dog the bounty hunter and here's hairstyle. Hold on. Matter of fact, now you're not going to see a guy working at IBM working at, uh, some kind of really well to do establishment looking like dog the bounty hunter. That's his natural hair, too. He's not wearing the wig, is he? All right, he's not wearing the wig, but are you going to see a guy? Look, if your lawyer pulls up on you and he looks like this, you're going to the penitentiary. You might as well kiss your freedom goodbye. <laughs> kiss your freedom goodbye because it's over with. You are done, da-da-dun-dun, all right? 
So I don't care what race you are, what color, none of that. It's a certain thing called professionalism. Uh, and if you don't have it, then you don't have it. Now, there was one video I saw. I got to find that video because it kind of uh, encapsulated some some stuff as well. I may find that in a moment. Let me come back here. But yeah, if I see Dr. Bounty Hunter as my lawyer, now as a bounty hunter, sure, he going to find the guy, get him locked up, all this and that. But if he come into the courtroom like that, with his with his chest hair and whatnot and the and the crazy tan skin, ah man, look, I, I know I'm going to the penitentiary. Ain't no point, man. It's like, look, I'm gonna go ahead and just plead guilty. Whatever this, whatever they say I did, I did it. Ain't no point in me trying to do nothing else, right? But anyway, now let me get to the other thing. It's kind of a reach, but it's gonna be on the same wavelength. Now, this young lady decided to get some interesting tattoos. And I don't think these are going to work out too well for her when it comes to the job market, okay? Now, y'all already see what's going on. This is a white lady. Uh, I'm not quite sure what kind of ethnic group or whatever, but let's hear, what she, let's, hear, let's hear her testimony, and then you guys giving your opinion about what's happening. Hey, guys. Um, update. I didn't get the job. I just got the email. Um, I'm guessing... My appearance had a lot to do with it. Hey guys, um, update. I didn't get the job. I just got the email. Um, I'm guessing my appearance had a lot to do with it. I, I think maybe the, your appearance may have helped to not get the job, just perhaps. I mean, what, what do y'all think? Do you think that her appearance made a difference or, or no? You know, maybe it was something else. Maybe it was a bad resume, a bad cover letter or something like that. I don't know. I mean, what do y'all think the reason or, or do you think her appearance could have um, been a factor in the reason why she didn't get the job? Y'all y'all let me know. <laughs> Somebody says, no, S. Sherlock. Lizard Clown didn't get the job. Wow, she's very intuitive. Shout out to the white man. All right. Yeah, go to the circus. That, 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 might, that might be it. That, that might be it. Good guess. Circus is calling. Yeah, just just maybe that might be it. All right. Now, let's go ahead and um, I got a video that I wanted to show as well about a lawyer. Now, hold on. Let me see if I can. All right, I ain't gonna play the music because I ain't trying to get a, a copyright. But if this guy right here, hold on. If this guy right here is your lawyer, Kiss your freedom goodbye. All right. There's sound, but it's music, so I'm not gonna play that. Now watch this. Do you see this guy? Look, look at his, look at his first of all, look, look at the suit, the shiny suit. Look at his hairstyle. What is this? What in the Tyler Perry studios? What in the artificial intelligence? What in the um hair helmet is this? My man has on the most ridiculous wig I've ever seen in my life. It's like a short hairstyle with some sideburns on it, but it's like a it's like an old school football helmet. One of those leather helmets they had on the guys. You have on a gridiron helmet, sir. Fashioned to look like hair. Your your tie, what is this? A clip on with the clip exposed on the outside? Look, if your lawyer looks like that, just be like, hey man, just just go to the judge and be like, man, look, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Well, I'm I'm I know I did it. I know. That I, I owe the money. Please, please, please have mercy. Look at my look at my lawyer. 
Look at him. He is not going to do very well in that courtroom. If you can't even put on, if you can't even, uh, and, and you, know, you know, the crazy part is that his appearance is actually what it's supposed to be. It's just not quite the way it's supposed to be. You understand? He has on the suit. He has on the tie. He has a clean shave and he has a close haircut, but he is appearing like a cartoon character. So you got to, your appearance is very, very important. A GTA character, Better Call Saul, Plato. Yeah, pretty much a tie bar. Yeah, it's, it's it, before it happens, it's over. Look at this. And he's, he's just like, ain't, ain't nothing going on. What are you even reading? <laughs> what are you reading, sir? You're, you're pretty much reading your, your client's sentence. Uh, 25 with the L. Do not collect. $200, do not pass, go, go straight to the penitentiary, Bit rocks, little rocks. All right. So, more of the story is your appearance matters. Now, okay, here's some updates. Remember this story right here? Remember this? Now, this is the U.S., uh, I think it's what, U.S. Army soldier who basically defected to North Korea. He was in... South Korea in the detention center at first for fighting. So he's in the detention center. He gets released. He's in custody for a week with the military over in Korea in South Korea. And then they're trying to send him home to Texas to probably face disciplinary action stateside rather than being over there. So he gets an escort to the airport, but they cannot go through the airport all the way to the airplane so once he gets inside the airport, he leaves the airport, puts on civilian clothes, joins a tour of the DMZ, and then he just bolts across the border into the DMZ. Now he's lost over there. And the update is U.S. declines to invoke prisoner of war status for North Korean defector Travis King. Now, there's, a, there's two things right there. First of all, the U.S. is still technically at war with North Korea. So we can say he's a POW and classify him that way and give him certain kind of protections and provisions. But that's not happening. First. Second, they call him a defector. So it's Bo Bergdahl all over again. And he's on his own. I called it. He's, he's pretty much toast. They're not going to get him. They are not going to get him. They said hopefully they treat him well according to international law. They're not going to go get him. Uh, if, he, if he lives, if he survives over there, he'd be lucky. They might kill him just because. Just because, just, just on GP. Like, if he goes over there and acts up in North Korea, he was acting up in South Korea and while he was in custody of the U.S. and when he went to the airport. If he does that in North Korea, they go ahead and just delete him right away. So he might, he might already be dead. I don't know. They've, they've not... Given an update on his whereabouts, he might be there already. So we're going to see. Yeah. So it, it is what it is. Yeah. But hey, man, if you go over there, then that's, that's your fault. I don't really feel bad for the guy. You go over there. It is what it is. All right. Now we have something else. Oh, this is very interesting. So your man, Jack Smith, the special counsel that has indicted Trump twice. And I got to ask a question before I get to Jack Smith. Um, how are you able to indict Trump 
for January 6th when he was already impeached for January 6th and he beat it. I don't understand. So I guess the impeachment is not a criminal trial, although it is a trial. So you can evade double jeopardy. But if you beat an impeachment over January 6th, then how is he not going to beat the criminal charges on January 6th? What are you going to provide that's different or new that they did not have in the federal government for the impeachment? They want nothing more to get him on that one, but they didn't. They, they impeached him two times, and he beat both of the times. What's going to happen when Trump beats all these, oh, 78 charges? What are they going to do when he beats all these charges? What's what's going to be the what's going to be the result? What's what's going to be the penalty? Because this is clearly prosecutorial misconduct. That's obviously what's going on. But whether it be a penalty or a reward. Now, speaking about reward, your man Jack Smith, uh, U.S. prosecutor Jack Smith sells Nashville home amid Trump indictments. Ah, okay, very very interesting. Now, watch this. Now you're going to flip. Okay. How much do you think his house sold for? Y'all, y'all give me some numbers. How much do you think Jack Smith's home sold for? Huh? Y'all, y'all let me know. Y'all, y'all give me a, a, a quick estimate, a guesstimate. How much did Jack Smith's home sell for? I'm going to pause for a minute and then I'm going to keep on going. All right. Y'all, y'all let me know. But. He sold his home amid the uh, amid the indictment. Now, I think that he might have had a check that cleared. Moving on up to the east side, to, to the big house, going to D.C. You're going to be a star player. You're going to be doing speaking engagements, all kind of stuff. You're going to do quite a bit out there in D.C. All right. So he's going to be the next uh, darling. I mean, they could they, they get anybody to go out there to speaking engagements. He's going to get the grift. The grift bag going to be heavy. The Griff bag is going to be heavy. All right. How, how big is the house? I can't, I can't give you all these hints. You see the, the house right there. That's the house. I, I won't give you any more hints than, the, than this picture right here at the house. So that's the house right there. How much do you think the house sold for? All right. A lot of you guys are close. I'm seeing some numbers. Um, a lot of you guys are close. Some of you guys are way off. But you guys are pretty close. All right. Kind of, you guys are pretty much right on it, all right? So I'm going to go ahead and uh, tell you. So the modest three-bed, three-bath property hit the market for $989, all right? So it closed for $975,000 in July. So just shy of $1 million. 2,500 square foot, three, a uh, three-three. 2,400 square foot for 975, almost $1 million. All right. So that's what it is. So they kind of sold it for a little, a little bit lower than what it, what they paid for. Now he bought the home in 2016. Interesting for 569 and sold it for 975. That's a nice little come up in a very short period of time. Okay. So check it out. He, he bought the home in 2016 after he was hired as U.S. attorney for Tennessee Middle District. Then he became the acting U.S. attorney in March 2017. All right. So pretty interesting. 
interesting timing. So that, that's, that's your man right there. How much land? Probably not much. I'm not really sure where the house is in Nashville. If it's in, like, the city, which I don't think, it, it could be in the city. It probably won't be that much land. But if he's, if he's out, like, outside Davidson, then it's going to be a lot of land. But inside Nashville, probably not too much. All right. So that, that's it right there. So a, a little bit of land. I see some trees and whatnot. So a little bit of land. That house right there, about $1 million. Yep. But that, that kind of goes to show that uh, the, the property market across the country is crazy. That house, $1 million in Nashville, Tennessee, you would think that if you're living in the South, you're going to have uh, lower property values. But Davidson County, like Nashville, is crazy. Or even if you go to like uh, outside Davidson, you go to Brentwood, all of that, it's, it's even worse. Like where the country stars are at, it's, it's a mess. And here's some, you know, interior for you guys that like that. All right. Now, check it out. Here's an interesting thing. Here's an interesting little bit of information. He put his home up for sale one day after indicting Donald Trump. June 9th. 2023, one day after the indictment, he put his home up for sale. Is that a coincidence or nah? Y'all, y'all let me know. Nice home on the inside. Okay. Nice, nice home. Okay. I'm seeing LVT on the floor upstairs. That's nice. It's not bad. Okay. Very, very well designed. I got that same type of uh, furniture in my bedroom as well. All right. Same kind of doors. My, the same builder. Shout out to my builder. But yeah. That's, that's what's going on. So he sold, he put his home up for sale one day after the indictment. Hey, the check must have cleared. The check must have cleared. So here we are. And, and, and they say crime don't pay. I can't tell. I cannot tell. All right. Now, shout out to uh, Grant Dan. Grant Dan says, if you enlist in the U.S. Navy, you can get automatic citizenship. Oh, one of my shipmates and good friends was able to take advantage of that, and these spies might have also. But I don't know. I'm just a guy on the internet. Shout out! Shout out to them. Shout out to Nob. Big up Nob. All right, you know it. Shout out to shout out to in the USS Kearsarge. Who ya? Yeah, shout out Nob. Out out there in Norfolk, Norfolk, Virginia, the the best base. All right. Now. Here is a story about Yeezys. We're going to get to the soldiers in a minute. I mean, the, the sailors, pardon me, the U.S. Navy sailors. Uh, but um, so remember the whole thing about Yeezys? Uh, after Kanye went on his quote-unquote rant, talking about the Jays and all that kind of stuff, after that, then there was this whole big thing about um, we're not going to sell Yeezys anymore because Kanye's full of hate. But all of a sudden, here we are, Foot Locker is rumored to start selling Adidas Yeezys again in August. So, like, right now, they're going to sell Yeezys back in Foot Locker. So, what happens to all that? Oh, he's so anti-Semitic and he's racist. I guess the money is more important than the so-called values they have, right? I guess that's the bigger issue rather than all this other little stuff they try to talk about. But anyway... In 2022, the sportswear retailer claimed it wasn't going to support Ye's initiatives following his anti-Semitic remarks. So, just last year, they said, we're not going to support Kanye anymore. He's a racist. He's an anti-Semite. 
But now they are back selling Yeezys. Look, some young guys came to my front door trying to sell some Yeezys for like $500. Like Yeezys, I'm not into sneakers like that. I, I mean, if you see me around town, I have on very cheap. They, they don't look cheap, but like no name brand type stuff. Like I wear, I wear this type of stuff. Okay, this, this is not, I don't have no logos on it. This is my own hat that I made and designed myself. I don't, I don't, I'm not into the fashion like that. My most expensive thing I own is Lululemon pants. Okay, that's that's it. But beyond that, I'm wearing polo shirts. I'm wearing t-shirts. I'm wearing uh, comfortable, like, no-name brand shoes. I'm not really into the nonsense. But some are. And these shoes make a lot of money, a ton of money. So if you see your cash cow just leaving you, at a certain point, you're going to stop the nonsense and bring the cash cow back. You're going to bring it back. Okay, let's check it out. So, rumors circulating that Foot Locker could bring back Yeezy starting as early as August 2023, this month. Last October, the big box sports store retailer claimed that it would cease all Yeezy sales after Ye's partnership with Adidas was terminated due to his so-called anti-Semitic remarks. And remember, they're going to sell Yeezys because it was a thing. that had all this inventory. And they were like, okay, what are we going to do with it? Are we going to give it away? Oh, we're not going to give it away. We're not going to do that now. We ain't going to just give the inventory away because that's too much money. Are we going to destroy it? No, again, too much money. We're going to sell the inventory. That's what they're going to do. And of course, since they're going to sell it from Adidas, why not have Foot Locker, Finish Line, and the other retail guys get in on the money, get in on the action? Why not? Huh? Oh, oh, he's anti-Semitic. I can't tell. Anyway, <laughs> following the event, Footwear News reported that a company-wide email was sent out to Foot Locker employees stating, our company does not tolerate any form of anti-Semitism or hateful and discriminatory behavior. While we remain a partner with Adidas and carry a wide assortment of their collections, we will not be supporting any future Yeezy product drops and we will, and we have instructed our retail operators to pull any existing product from our shelves and digital sales. But yet they're gonna be back. Look, they're gonna bring back all kind of colorways, slate, onyx, bone, gray, black, hyperspace, all of that. They're gonna bring back all that because guess what? Money talks. Money talks. Now, speaking about people being accused of anti-Semitism and whatnot, Jamie Foxx, oh my goodness, this is crazy. Look, this is what I was talking about. There are some cultural things that we have to discuss, okay? Now, have you guys ever heard they they killed Jesus, so what are they going to do to you? And that term is so common. I heard it all throughout my life. I've used it myself. Your mama, your grandmama, your auntie, everybody going to say that. When, let's say, you're a little kid, you're getting bullied or something like that. What's your grandma going to say? Well, hey, baby, you know, they say that you're you ugly, or, but they killed Jesus. So what are they going to do to you? What does that mean? It means that even the most perfect person, the most loved person, the most beautiful person is still criticized, is still persecuted, is still even killed, is still that they still get treated poorly. 
So if that person, this fantastic, beautiful person can be treated so poorly, then you're not alone. You're doing the right thing. You're a good person. You're a beautiful person. You're not Jesus, but you're still a good person in your own right. So you may also face challenges. You may also face criticism. That's what that means. But see, here's what happens. When people hear a phrase they're not familiar with, they take it literally. And then they try to figure it out. And then if they got any kind of negativity or hate in their heart or a chip on their shoulder or they wouldn't be a victim, then it becomes something negative. But why does it got to be all that? Why not just ask what the expression means rather than just calling somebody anti-Semitic because you don't understand it? It's crazy. I, I was because when I first saw it, and hold on, I got to show it. When I first saw the controversy, I'm like, I was confused. I'm like, really? Like, I was, I had no idea what was going on because I knew what he meant right away because I've heard that all throughout my life. I could understand if you've not heard that before, if it's a cultural thing, black community or whatever, I don't know. I didn't know it was a cultural thing. I thought it was just a phrase that everybody knew. I had no idea that it was a real thing that people just didn't know. So when I saw the initial confusion, I was like, huh, what, what's the problem? Y'all, y'all mad about this? Really? So, but then I had to really look, I'm like, people are really mad. So, and then because people, people thought that he was talking about the Jews because they thought that he was trying to say that the Jews killed Jesus and he was trying to be anti-Semitic. They thought he was Kanye West, I suppose, I guess Kanye and Jimmy are the same guy. I don't know. Anyway, I'm, I'm not even saying Kanye is anti-Semitic. I'm just saying people just are like that. So here is initial controversy. Um, I'm not sure who posted this as far as the, the anti-Semitism. And then you see the what they said. Actor Jamie Foxx posts horrifically anti-Semitic message to his 16.7 million followers. That's what they said. Now, if I'm Jamie Foxx, I'm suing everybody for libel and or slander for trying to accuse me of anti-Semitism when it wasn't even that. Look, you got a question about something I said? Ask me the question. Hey, what do you mean by this? I'll have no problem explaining it to you. I got no problem, but don't just assume I mean something I don't mean. So then, look, here's, here's what they said. Here's what uh, Jimmy Fox said. They killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Hashtag fake friends, hashtag fake love. Now, some smooth brains, some morons took that to mean he's talking about Jews and he's being anti-Semitic. It's like, really? Is that what you're going to say? That is a very common phrase in the black community and in the South, I think, in general, beyond blacks, but definitely in the black community, especially in church. Uh, if you got a church going, grandmama, this is what she's always going to tell you. Now, <laughs> it's not anything other than that. And quite frankly, most black folks don't differentiate between whites and Jews. We see them as the same. And quite frankly, they are. When you're talking about Jews, the people that so-called control everything, I'm not saying they do. You're being anti-Semitic. Do not read into what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying and just take it for what I say. The people that they say control everything are white. Ultimately, Roseanne Barr is Jewish, straight from Kiev, Ukraine, basically, where a lot of them come from. Kiev, Ukraine, 
uh, Hungary, just like George Soros. These are Euro these are white Europeans. They're a different ethnic group, but they're still white. That's how we see it. We don't really, typically, we don't really divvy white people up in different ethnic groups like that. To, if anything, it would be somebody that is black that is not like whites, not a specific group of people. And he didn't say anything about any group of people. He said a very common phrase that has always been said throughout the black community. And Jimmy Fox has been around for a long time. Never not one time have I heard him being accused of being a racist or anti-Semite or anything like that. But now in 2023, you say anything that can be taken one way, it's automatically seen that way, and then you're attacked for it. It's ridiculous. Now, Jennifer Aniston responded because, look, if you can see right here, you might not be able to see it. But this original post was a screenshot of his Instagram post that has since been deleted. But on the post, it says, liked by Jennifer Aniston and others. So she liked to post. I presume she understood the context. It's not talking about the Jews killing Jesus. It's nothing about that. It's about people that are fake friends, fake love, as he said in the hashtag. Now, since... He was deemed anti-Semitic by somebody. I, I have no idea who. She threw him under the bus. She says, this really makes me sick. I did not like this post on purpose or by accident. So if you didn't like it on purpose or by accident, then how'd you wind up liking it? I see it right there. It says liked by Jennifer Aniston. So if it wasn't on purpose or by mistake, then what happened? Huh? Stop lying, Jennifer Aniston. Why lie? Anyway, I did not like this post on purpose or by accident. And more importantly, I want to be clear to my friends and anyone hurt by this showing up in their feeds. I do not support any form of anti-Semitism and I truly don't tolerate hate of any kind, period. Now, if she is Jimmy Fox's friend, which I think she might be, okay, she's following him on Instagram, liking this post. Are y'all friends? You can't talk to this man. You can't call him and ask what's going on. I would never in my life say that about a friend. If I got a problem, first of all, if you're my friend and I know you, I know that you're not going to be anti-Semitic or some kind of bad person. Why am I friends with a bad person? I know you for 15, 20, 25 years. Now it's like you're a bad person. If I got a problem, though, I'm going to call you on the phone. Hey, man, what's going on? You all right? Everything good? I'm going to call you and ask you what's going on. I would never just blast you on the internet like this. So when he's talking about fake friends, maybe he's referring to people like Jennifer Aniston. And matter of fact, hold on. I got a tweet for you guys that I put up about this very thing because maybe he is referring to people just like uh, Jennifer Aniston. Okay. So you see the picture of them right here together. Maybe it's them. And my caption says, this is a fake friend that Jimmy Fox was talking about. All right. That's her right there. And friends sucked, by the way. And you know what? Back to the cultural thing. I've never seen the episode of Friends. I've only seen clips on the internet, on social media. But I never watched Friends growing up. I watched Living Single, which was the same thing. Living Single was the original version of Friends. Friends came out one year later on the same network. 
it was the exact same concept, just with an all white cast. But I never, had, I never even watched Friends to even know that until I got to be an adult. I always watched Living Single, but now I know it was the same exact show. But anyway, I digress. That's a that's a cultural thing right there. So if there's a Friends reference, I have no idea. I, I'm clueless because I, I just don't know that. Now Living Single, Martin. Okay, now I know that because that's that's more of a culturally relevant thing. And this whole thing here was a simple cultural misunderstanding. That's it and that's all. Jamie Foxx was not trying to be anti-Semitic. He was not talking about the Jays or the Romans or whoever killed Jesus. Not even about that. It wasn't even about that. This, this is some white-on-white Civil War type stuff that black folks don't even really get involved with that much, to be totally honest. So it wasn't even anything to do with Jimmy Fox or anyone that says that phrase usually in the black community because we don't even think about it like that. That's not even really what's going on. Now, unfortunately, Jimmy Fox apologized. Now, if it's me, I'm not going to apologize for a thing because I didn't do anything wrong. Why would I apologize? Why would I apologize? I don't really care. I couldn't care less. Right now, check it out. He says, I want to apologize to the Jewish community and everyone who was offended by my post. I now know my choice of words have caused offense, and I'm sorry. That was never my intent. To clarify, I was betrayed by a fake friend, and that's what I meant by they. Not anything more. I only have love in my heart for everyone. I love and support the Jewish community. My deepest apologies to anyone who was offended. Nothing but love always, Jamie Foxx. Now, Personally, if it's me, I'm not apologizing. I'm not going to apologize because I didn't say anything wrong. I was not talking about the Jews or the Romans or anybody. I was talking about a general thing. It's a phrase that's being used. That's it and that's all. That's it and that's all. And I'll tell you what I meant. I'm not going to apologize because I didn't say anything wrong. For me to be attacked and be called anti-Semite, racist, and stuff like that, for people to disown me, so-called friends to throw me under the bus and apologizing for that. But I understand why he did it. He took the high road and he kind of gave a not 100% apology. He was like, if you're offended, I'm sorry. You know, and that people kind of get mad about that. Just say, you're sorry. No, no, no. If you're offended by my words, I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry that you're offended. All right. But still, even that, I'm not giving you that. I did nothing wrong. I said nothing wrong. I'm not a racist person. I love everybody. Don't try to categorize me as that. I'm not going to apologize because when the apologies start, they're never going to end. So, yeah, I'm I'm not going to say nothing. Yeah, but I understand why he did that, but I'm not going to do it. No, 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 no. And I don't like how he's being used as some kind of weapon. Some are going to say that he did say he was speaking about the Jews. Some say that he wasn't wrong to call out the Jews. He did not say anything about the Jews. And then some tried to criticize me talking about, oh, why do you always protect them? What are you talking about? This is a commonly used phrase. This is not anything other than a thing I've heard my entire life from your grandma, auntie, aunts, uncles, everybody, your, your papa. This is so common. It's always said. But if you never heard it before, you're confused. So you're going to ask the question, hey, uh, what, what's that? You're going to try to figure out the cultural reference. 
And that's that's very common to have cultural reference questions. Okay, just like if you've not seen a lot of these uh, so-called black movies coming up and then you're in a group of people that have seen it and they're using the reference and you don't get it, you're going to be lost. Now, rather than making assumptions, just ask what's going on and you get a proper answer rather than just saying, oh, you're being mean, you're being racist, you're being X, Y, and Z. Don't do that. Do not do that. All right. So, yeah, shout out to all the, the Jews. Shout out to all the people who get offended for no reason. And shout out to everybody who understands that there are some things that are cultural references. And if you don't understand, don't take it personal. OK, just ask. Just learn. It's OK to learn. I learned about everybody. You know, I, I had to get taught certain things like my Italian homie taught me that the word WAP was offensive. Because I, I don't know why I was saying that. Like, you might have been like play fighting. I was saying WAP, WAP. He was like, hey, man, that's like an offensive term because when the Italians came to New York, they called us WAP without passport. I had no idea. And he didn't he didn't tell me that in a aggressive way. He was just saying it as a matter of fact, just to educate me. And I appreciated that. I was like, hey, man, I had no idea. Thank you for the information. Rather than him accusing me of calling him that or trying to be racist, he knew that I didn't know that. I'm, at the, I'm like 14 at the time. I'm a kid at the time. I'm, I'm in high school. I have no idea what this means. I'm coming straight from all black, 100% black community. I don't even know no Italians until this point. I never even met an Italian in real life until I got to be like 14. So then he had to tell me what that meant. I'm like, okay, cool. Great. I, I had no idea. No clue. So that's why I like to talk to different people all over the world, different cultures, different languages, to learn their history, to learn things about them, their their cultural norms. I appreciate all of that kind of stuff rather than just getting offended. All right. Did I call him a WAP? No, I did not call him a WAP. See, are you getting offended? <laughs> are you getting offended? I was just saying that like as a sound effect. I did not call him a WAP because I didn't know what that meant. I didn't. That wasn't that was a thing to call somebody. And don't nobody get nasty in there. Y'all, please. I mean, good grief. We're adults here. Like, let's let's stop the nonsense. <laughs> if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. And don't nobody get offended. I mean, be for real, for real man. Like, we're, we're supposed to be all all friends and family here. Don't nobody get offended, man. Like, that's that's so that's so weak, man. We're we're too old and we're not we're not snowflakes. That's not what we do. All right. Everybody settle down. All right. I said it. People are asking me what's a WAP without passport. Without, without passport. I say it one more time. Without passport. It refers to those who came to Ellis Island without a passport. All right. Do not ask me again or I'm going to get triggered and butt hurt. But anyway, I digress. Let's move right along. All right. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Alrighty. So yeah, Jimmy Fox did nothing wrong, said nothing wrong. And like I said, if I was him and I knew I would get all this heat on my back for saying one of the most old, one of the oldest phrases in the black community. I'm this this phrase is so old. Preachers say it, grandma. This is an old phrase that has zero to do with race, 
gender, ethnicity, religion, none of that. Zero to do with it. If I had known that that was going to be happening, and I'm Jimmy Fox, I'm like, you know what? Can I go back in the in the clone chamber? <laughs> can, can I go back in the clone chamber? Can I go back in the cryo chamber? Can I go back to obscurity and not talking? I mean, good night. What in the world's going on? ABO's kind of racist. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. I know you're trolling, but it's fine. All right, so what else we got going on here? Uh, there's a whole lot happening. Where are we going to go next? Uh, not no, no, no. Let's let's go to the U.S. Navy sailors. Let's let's. Actually, you know what I want to go? I want to go to your man, uh, Brandon Johnson. Speaking about different ethnic groups of whites, we got to go to Chicago right quick because. Back in the early 1900s, you had Polish, Irish, and Italian gangs out there in Chicago, and they wreaked havoc. Okay, you had Prohibition that came in, then that was a whole big thing, and that was that's part of the history of Chicago. The Polish, Irish, Italian, the the Europeans that came to America, they came New York, Chicago, etc. That's part of the history of Chicago. Now, that's history. The mob is pretty much not there. It is, but it's not the same way as it was in the early 1900s. But the new mayor, Brandon Johnson, uh, still is thinking about the mob at all times, even when someone uses the term mob action. Now, uh, and, the, and, the, and the name Anthony is, by the way, Italian. Somebody said Anthony Briano Loganetti. Hey, Anthony is already Italian. My my Italian homie's name was Anthony. Shout out to you if you're watching, Anthony. I appreciate you, man. We had, we had the exact same name. Not the exact same, but the same first name. You understand what I mean? But anyway, but um, Brandon Johnson, he says the term mob action has a negative connotation and it shouldn't be used because we, had a, we got a history in the, in the, in the city we, we, and we can't refer to children who are looting 7-Elevens as little Al Capones. Now, this is ridiculous because that's not what people mean when they say mob action. Okay, that's not what that means at all. Let me just pull up the definition right quick. Let me just pull it up for you guys in a moment, and we're going to get a little bit uh, further. All right. Actually, Anthony is a very common black name. When I used to work at Old Country Buffet, to, before I continue, um, at washing, in, in the back washing dishes, Sometimes we would have the whole back of the house in the dish room. Everybody named Anthony. We had three guys named Anthony, three black guys named Anthony. So everybody had to go by their last name, you know, because you couldn't just say Anthony. Everybody going to, you know, huh? What happened? The whole back of the house. Everybody's named Anthony. All, all black males. Anyway, let's go right here. So this is from IllinoisCourts.gov, their official website. Definition of mob action. A person commits the offense of mob action when one, when he, one, acting together with one or more persons and without authority of law, knowingly, intentionally, recklessly disturbs the public peace by the use of force or violence. Okay, this is straight from IllinoisCourts.gov, from the Illinois law books. It's right here, right in front of our very eyes. So when the reporter asked Brandon Johnson about mob action, he's referring to a legal term, 
Not talking about Al Capone, not talking about the Irish, Italian, the Polish gangs of the early 1900s in Chicago. You're talking about a legal definition. But of course, people got to get offended. People got to get offended, right? All right. So let's check it out here. Now, watch this. Now, it's kind of low sound, but the reporter is asking him about the mob action. You know, in reference to the looters of 7 Eleven. Oh, you're not aware of some of these large gatherings? You're talking about the mob actions? No. That's 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 not appropriate. We're not talking about mob actions. I didn't say that. Okay, what I'm hold on a second. Okay. He's getting he's getting offended. He's getting literally offended. Look 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 at his face. Watch this. Okay, what I'm Look at his face. He's offended at the term mob action. It's like, sir, what are you offended by? This is a literal term that they have in the on the on the law books. What is the problem? Hold on a second, okay? Respectfully. These large gatherings. These large gatherings, just hold on a second, y'all. I promise you, we have time to talk. It's important that we speak of these dynamics in an appropriate way. This is not to obfuscate what is actually taking place. But we have to be very careful when we use language to describe certain behavior. There's history in this city. I mean, to refer to children as like baby Al Capones is not appropriate. My man, what are we saying? I, I just, you got to get beyond your feelings, man. You got to get into reality. If you're the mayor, if you are leading a city, you can't lead with your heart on your sleeve, man. You got to just lead with... An iron fist, really, in my humble opinion, but I digress. So, so, so let me just, so just let me, just let me finish, please, okay? What I'm saying is. Yeah, somebody said children, question mark. Yeah, you're talking about a 17-year-old game banger. That's not a child. That's, that's a, a young adult. Is, is that when you ask for very specific examples, there have been other attempts to have large gatherings. And we've intercepted those attempts. Marianne, do you have a question? So, yeah, that, that's that. Now, we got to find, you got to get to the actual news clip right here to show the so-called large gatherings, right? To, to show uh, the, the non-mob action. Let's go ahead and check this out right here. All right, let's get that going. Chicago police said they had no choice but to move in and arrest dozens of people this weekend during another teen takeover in the South Loop. And now only on two, one family wants answers after a security guard died during another incident one day earlier. We begin here at 6 with Marissa Perlman and the arrests. 40 people ages 12 to 20 arrested at this 7-Eleven. It's a change from how police have handled these large gatherings in the past, but the interim superintendent now saying he had no choice. There's a group of kids tearing up the store. We don't know what store it is. Large gatherings? Like, why is that? I, I don't really understand. It's so weird. Video posted on social media shows dozens of teens looting the 7-Eleven off of West Crenshaw, making off with stolen goods, including a fire extinguisher, which was set off outside the store. This video shows the aftermath as customers try to get inside. Look what they did inside of the 7-Eleven. Chicago police supervisors heard encouraging cops to lock people up. At one point, a mass arrest order is given. If you're an officer, you should be putting hands on people and arresting them right now, not watching them walk by you. Hey, if you guys see anybody walking past you, you guys put the uh, cuffs on them. 
Right after you. And they did. 40 people ages 12 to 20 taken into custody. Some of those arrests seen on another social media video. I'll be downtown. Police is locking them up. Just letting y'all know right now. They was giving them till 10 o'clock, but it's turned so chaotic. They are now locking them up. They're enforcing curfew now. Businesses in the area were sent this email over the weekend from Chicago police warning them to lock their stores after a trend announcement circulated on social media. The interim police superintendent saying these arrests should send a message to the families of these suspects. The arrests are, are the results of the actions. Before we asked them to move, asked them to go home, uh, it was curfew time uh, and they did. This time they refused. They began fighting more amongst each other. Uh, jumping on top of cars and we haven't arrested people like that, but this group got so out of hand that we had no choice. Police say more than 300 teens arrived here to this area by train. Charges range from reckless conduct and trespass misdemeanors to unlawful use of a weapon, a felony. Reporting. So we got all kind of, you know, violent crimes, a little bit of everything going on right there. These are children though, right? I mean, what in the world? And then you're just trying to, you're trying to take control of language. That's the whole thing. To He said he was not trying to obfuscate what was going on, but he was. He was trying to downplay and obfuscate. But for what reason? Because if your job as a mayor is for the well-being of your constituents, then why try to downplay the things that are harming your constituents? You need to try and find a way to fix it and, and stop trying to act like it's not really happening. Stop trying to call these people children. They're not children. These are... Young adults wreaking havoc and they need to get locked up. They need to get locked up. Baby Al Capones, I mean, that's not what's being said, but I mean, how far off is that really? How far off is that really? And how old were the Al Capone people? How old were the guys in the Italian mob back in the day wreaking havoc? Were these uh, 50-year-old men out here in suits shooting everybody up or were they very young people? Let's keep it all the way real. Yeah, the age and all that don't make a difference. I mean... If somebody gets shot and killed by somebody that's very young, doesn't matter how old they were. I don't think it does. If a if a store is looted down to the core, to, to the bare bones by young folks, does it matter how old they were? I, I don't think so. The race, the age, gender, none of that matters. Who's doing the crime? What's going on? Let's talk about that. It's very simple. But hey, it is what it is. You know, I guess feelings and whatnot, these things are more important than uh, getting down to the bottom of crime and trying to figure out a way to solve it. All right. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. All righty. 15 to 25. That's about, that's, about, that's, that's right around the age where they do stuff like this. You know, the, the young and brainless. That's, that's about the age where they do stuff like this. You know, you're not having a bunch of, you know, 40 year old plumbers out there. We can have it. You're going to have young people with a lot of energy who don't care about consequences or anything like that. They just go out there and just do stuff. Now I never was the kind of person to do stuff like that. You know, I just didn't really see the purpose. It didn't make no sense to me, but some people, they, it, 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 it's just not there. It's, it's just not there for whatever the reason may be. All right. So let's go ahead and keep on rocking and rolling. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give me the video a thumbs up. And where are we going to go next? We got quite a few things on deck. Oh, speaking about riots and whatnot, Kaisa Knight. Now, Kaisa Knight, you guys may or may not know who that is. 
But Kaisenat is a famous Twitch streamer. Okay, he has 100,000 paid subs. Now, that's pretty big because he has millions upon millions of followers, but 100,000 paid subscribers on YouTube, YouTube, but Twitch, that's the most on the whole platform. He is the biggest star on the platform, I think. If he's not the biggest star on the platform, he's right there at the very top, the top three, the top five, something like that. Now, what Kai Sinat did was make a mistake. Because he um, announced a giveaway, basically, in New York City. Now, let me see if I can find that actual uh, graphic for you guys right quick. Now, the thing about Kai Sinat, people are kind of like surprised that the giveaway that he announced drew such a large crowd. They're surprised at that. But you got to understand Social media stars are the new movie stars. These guys are the, the, the new guys that you're going to see. Okay. I imagine the year is 2001 and Will Smith says, hey, I'm going to be right here in Union Square, uh, New York City, giving away free, I don't know, N64s or whatever the hot console was at the time, PlayStation 2s. Imagine he did something like that during that time. It would have been a crazy situation. Okay. It, it would have been crazy or backstreet boys or whoever the hottest group was. If they came out and said, we're going to do a giveaway right there in New York city, it would have been the mob house the same way it was with Kaiser Knight. But if you are not his demographic, you're not going to know who he is. All right. You're never going to know who he is. Now let's check it out. So hold on. Let's get this going here. Yeah, people are like, who is he? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You may not know who he is, but your kids know him. Exactly, Sheree. Your kids know him, but you may not. So, here's some of the, the mayhem. So, the sub, the, the caption on the video says, police in New York City struggle to control thousands who gather for an internet personality supposed video game console giveaway. Now, did he give away any consoles? Did he give, give away anything? I'm not quite sure if he did or not. Kaisenat, a video created with 6.5 million followers on the platform Twitch, posted an image promoting a giveaway in Manhattan's Union Square. So just, just do the math. 6.5 million on Twitch as far as followers with 100,000 of those 6.5 pay him every month a certain amount of money. Okay. And then he's also big on Instagram with millions more and Twitter. Every, he's a, I'm telling you the social media guys are the new celebrity. They're, they're the new rock stars. This is the New York city police department. This assembly is unlawful. You are ordered to disperse. Look, look at the look at the crowd. It was crazy. So it says aerial video show a surging, tightly packed crowd climbing on vehicles, hurling chairs, throwing punches, and scaling structures in the park. He plays video games. Yes, he he plays video games. He he does live streams. It's kind of hard to explain if you don't really watch him. You know, it's, it's it's like trying to explain to me the appeal of Taylor Swift. I don't understand. And if you try to explain it to me, it's not really going to make a lot of sense. 
But to the Swifties, they're going to be able to recite every single song. All right. Me, on the other hand, if you say, if you, if you put a gun in my head and say, hey, ABL, I need you to name three Taylor Swift songs. Hey, I'm going to glory because I have no idea. So it was a mess. Let me see if I can find one more video for you guys because there was a, a vehicle that he was uh, driving in throughout the, 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 the pandemonium. And when the vehicle was trying to drive away, people were like hanging on it <laughs> and some fell off. Matter of fact, hold on. I have the actual footage right here. I have the, the, the video in question. And then we're going to get into some more. Let's go. All right. Y'all give me one second. I got to restart my, my, um, my thing. And sometimes I got to restart my mixer because it just gets weird. I'm about to replace it pretty soon. So RP to the headphone users, but I found the image I was looking for. Let me throw that on the screen right quick. And there we go. So there's the image in question. Now I did this. This is my thumbnail for my video. You see on the right-hand side, some of the destruction, but on the left-hand side, this is what he posted on his um, Instagram. Now, this is like a flyer back in the day. I used to design flyers, so I kind of recognize what's going on here. I would do stuff like this, like little design, city, sky, uh, the little top. It's like an old-school flyer. And what you see on it, it says Kaisenot, Phantom, and I think Duke Dennis was there. These are all social media guys, Twitch guys. Uh, celebrities in that world and it says at the top new york city with the apple got the buildings in the background and then it says giveaway in big bold letters right there in purple with the uh <laughs> the, the outer glow all that good stuff and you see a vehicle a big suv style military style perhaps vehicle you see kaisen not some other guy right there and then there's a barrier it says police line do not cross it says union square park Friday at 4 p.m. And people showed up because what you also see on the graphic, if I could zoom in for you guys, you see a PS5. You see some PC towers. There's one right there. There's one more right there. It's like three PC towers right on the bottom of the, the police line do not cross. There's also what appears to be a DSLR camera. This appears to be an Elgato stream deck. You can use that a lot of times for Twitter. I have one of those. I never really used it. That's also right there, a PS5 controller. So, based on the fact that it says giveaway, and then police line do not cross, and Union Square Park, and you got this vehicle, somebody going to say that he was trying to incite the riot. And he has been arrested, Kaisen Knight, a young guy right here, who was a big celebrity. He has been arrested, and he will be charged with inciting the riot. Because probably this flyer right here, all right, you got the, the PS5, one right there, one right there, the... All that. Young people and people that are not necessarily so young showed up looking for the giveaways. And thousands showed up because this is a really big celebrity, big following. He's able to draw a crowd like that. It is what it is. Now, let's go to the news clip. Lisa Evers, she's live in Union Square right now. Um, Lisa, if uh, if you could just paint the scene of what you're seeing right now, we're just seeing people just walking around, but not those uh, very dense crowds that we were seeing earlier before. Okay, so 
so what is happening is that a lot of the people that were inside the park and that were at this event and it had all come together have, le have left a lot are leaving. And so we're seeing people as we were coming in here, we were down at City Hall in the City Hall area. As we were coming up here, we saw people, we saw people leaving the, um, okay, now the people are running out because there, there was a, a sound that sounded like a gunshot. And so people are running out of the park right now. You know what? It kind of reminds me of, remember the, um, the, uh, um, the Black Friday stuff. People, people would go crazy over Black Friday. When they opened them doors, people would just rush in and rush over each other, all kind of stuff. It reminds me of that. And then um, the police have called a level four mobilization on this, which is the highest level of mobilization that they can. Guys, people are going to start running. So we're just preparing because after that, something like that happens, people are going to start running. And um, that's, what, that's what's going on now. So police said initially there were 3,000 to 5,000 uh, young people here that were here for this YouTuber. These guys from Brooklyn, Red Hook, Brooklyn, uh, told me that they were there. And, got, and please just, uh, what, what, what can you tell us what's going on? Kaisenat posted on Instagram. He said pop out. That's what the city did. So people came out. And who is he? Kaisenat, he a YouTuber slash streamer. Best in the world. Yep. All right, so he plays a lot of video games and streams live. With nah, nah. He, he'd be talking on stream and stuff like yeah. that. He cool. No, no video games, just reactions. Yeah, reactions and stuff like that. He's a content creator. The interaction right here is hilarious because people are saying, yo, who is he? And then the kids are trying to explain and she has no idea what's going on. She's like, okay, cool. Uh, great, great young man. Thank you for that. I appreciate the, the response, but she has no idea what's going on. So what do you think? What do you think about how things got a little bit out of hand here? The city does show love. We love. love. That's, That's how, how we show love. love. Anybody that pull up, so we pull up. Right. It's a cops out here. They just Anytime somebody comes to the city, we won't come for y'all. I got y'all, bro. We outside for anybody. Oh at Lundy Labs on Instagram. So so what's happening now? Look, 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 at, the, look at the chaos. I mean, it's crazy. Totally crazy. Now the police are called this level four mobilization. They have uh, helicopters uh, up ahead, so um, up above us, which you can hear the helicopters. There's also along the West Side Highway, they've activated the uh, emergency alert system on the LED signs on the West Side Highway. As we were coming up here from City Hall on the West Side Highway, they had the signs up there, beware of the Union Square area. Uh, please avoid it, large crowds. That's all that they said. Please, av please avoid the large, those are fire, those are firecrackers. Those are firecrackers. So um, they're shooting off firecrackers inside the park, which of course is of concern to everyone. You know what I see is a bunch of the same hairstyle from different different races of kids. Like this this kid right here, that kid right there, appear to be with the they got the same hairstyle, but they're not the same race. So that's that's a positive. Different races getting along, I suppose. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody, because it's hard sometimes to distinguish whether those are gunshots or fireworks. But I saw the firework calls there. But that's the latest here from Union Square. We're going to go to another vantage point. Back to you guys. Okie dokie. So there you, there you have it. There you have it. Kaiser not starting a riot, and he has been arrested and charged. Well, they said they said they're going to charge him. I'm not sure if he has been charged. I heard he was let out. You know how they do in New York City. You you pretty much, you got to get caught red-handed um, doing the most egregious thing in the world to actually get held on bail and not be let out with no bail. Okay, there was a guy that had an extensive rap sheet who was let out on the murder charge. It's like, you got to be doing something real bad to get held in custody in New York City. So that's what's going on. Um, All over a PS5 and some... 
some controllers and accessories and whatnot. You know, it is what it is. So shout out to everybody in New York. Hopefully you guys are staying safe and you guys were not down there in that in that melee and that in that nonsense. You know, I know I'm not. I'm not a big New York fan. Shout out to all the New Yorkers, but you guys have a brand, and I'm not really a big fan of the brand personally. But if you if you love if you like it, I love it. Just ain't for me. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Now, oh yeah, guys, young guys ain't working too much nowadays. Teenagers. When I was 14, I was trying to get a job. I, just, I did not know how to go about the process of getting a, a learner's permit, not a learner's permit, but a work permit. I had no idea how to do that. But if I could, I would have had a job at 14. I got my first job when I was 16. And then I've worked ever since. Yeah, I've worked ever since 16. My first job I got after 11th grade in the summertime before 12th grade. And then I worked during school in 12th grade. Nah, like I was trying to work in my first semester of 12th grade. My mom didn't let me. My mom was like, you got to focus on school. But my second semester in 12th grade, all I had was two classes because I was doing everything else. You know, I had my, I pretty much already graduated by my first semester, second, uh, uh, my first semester of 12th grade. So second semester, I was pretty much chilling. I had two electives. I was, you know, just kind of coasting. So then I was able to work at that point, had a car, had my little 96 RAV4. So I was driving to school and then I get off, go home for a while, play some PlayStation or something like that. Go to my job. I had, a, I had an amazing time going to work, going to school, all of that. Then I started going to college. I had the same job. So, yeah, I always work. But anyway, where are we at? Let's talk about the U.S. Navy sailors. All right, let me show that news clip right quick because that was crazy. These guys sold um, information to China. They literally did that. Like, not just, it wasn't the same way as that one young man that was posting stuff on discord. That's bad enough. But these guys were literally selling information for money. One guy got like $15,000. It's crazy, but check it out. Do they think that 15 bands is worth going to get mode because it's where they're going. I hope. But anyway, also break. Let's check it out. Breaking tonight, two U.S. sailors are under arrest, accused of providing sensitive national security information to China. Andrea Mitchell has late details for us. Tonight, the Justice Department says the two Navy sailors have each been arrested for selling military secrets to China. Sensitive military information ended up in the hands of the People's Republic of China. The first defendant, 22-year-old Jin Chao Wei, faces espionage charges. Wei sent national defense information to China, including documents, photos, videos, and technical manuals. In exchange, his intelligence officer paid Wei thousands of dollars. Authorities say Wei, a machinist made on the USS Essex in San Diego, sent the Chinese intelligence officer photos of military hardware and vehicles and divulged information about warfare exercises. The second person charged in a separate case, 26-year-old Petty Officer Wen Hang Zhao from a naval base in Ventura County, California. Federal authorities allege Zhao received approximately $15,000 from a Chinese intelligence officer in exchange for sharing operational plans, Navy movements, and blueprints for a radar system at a U.S. military base in Okinawa, Japan. In short, Mr. Zhao chose a path of corruption. 
The indictments come amid heightened fears about China-based cyber espionage, with Microsoft reporting that Chinese-backed hackers broke into the email accounts of state and Commerce Department employees, including the Secretary of Commerce. Both men held security clearances. Zhao just appeared in federal court and pleaded not guilty. Now, one of these guys was a naturalized U.S. citizen. My man right here, Zheng Wei. Zheng Wei was born in China and became a citizen like last year. And I think by the time he became a citizen, he was already in the military. And he was approached by a Chinese official, a Chinese spy, whatever you want to call it, to sell secrets. And the other guy, what's some, what's a man's name? Uh, let me see if I can find him. If they, not Jin Shao Wei, uh, Wen Hang Zhao. Wen Hang Zhao. I'm not sure if he's born here or whatever, but he was also approached by, I think, a different person, and they both sold secrets to China. But again, the other guy was for sure born in China and became a citizen like last year or maybe the year before. I think it was last year, 2022. All right. So this is this is going to be a problem. And, you know, I think it's going to be other guys like this potentially in the military. I hope not. But I wouldn't be surprised because if the Chinese or other nations see this as an avenue to get inside information, just to put their own people in here. Like, wasn't that the plot of the movie called Salt, where they had a sleeper cell right in our midst? You know, and then like they 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 sent her out here, raised her up got into what she needed to get into, and then she gets activated. And with the Chinese, they played a long game. They're not, they're not going to mind having somebody come out here for an extended period of time, get educated by us or whatever, and then activate. But that's not even required. They could just send somebody straight from China and teach them English, perhaps, so they could communicate, and then they can become a citizen. They could come through southern border illegally. Okay, you want to become a citizen? Join the military. All right. Meanwhile, they're still talking to they, their friends and family back home in Shanghai, Beijing, et cetera, talking to the Chinese Communist Party, sending information, easy breezy. I wouldn't be surprised if some of these people's trips were sponsored by their home nations. Hey, we'll, we'll, we'll give you the trip to southern border, going illegally. We'll give you money for a while to live. We'll help your family out, all of that. What you're going to do is join the military, become a citizen, and then sell us some secrets. It'd be like, okay, cool, deal, no problem. Because there's no loyalty to the U.S., loyalty to the Chinese Communist Party. So it is what it is. Yeah, no Americans, going to join no, no Americans are going to join the Chinese military. You're not going to be anything other than Han Chinese joining the Chinese military, as far as I know. And if that's wrong, y'all let me know in the comments. But you're going to be Chinese and ethnically so. Ethnically so, 100%, as far as I know. Now, the problem with America is that we got a, a recruitment issue because everybody wouldn't be so woke and LGBTQ, LMNOP, XYZ, that leaves a lane wide open for foreign nations to bring their own people, put them into our government, and steal whatever we have and give right back to them. And then they put balloons up in the sky. We don't shoot that down. They put the people right there in the military, and we don't do anything about that. It's crazy. All right. But if you like what you're hearing, so all you know what to do. Oh, and then somebody asked me about my, uh, my RAV4. I saw that, that comment. Someone that was like, hey, what color was your um your RAV4? I had a white RAV4. Like, this, this right there, that's pretty much what I had. That's not my car specifically, but it looked just like it. And that thing, 
to me, it was like a Bentley. I used to put the tire shine on it and these little alloy wheels. I keep them alloy wheels clean. Okay. I used to put Amaral on the outside on this little trim piece right there. Keep it nice and um, sun protected. Oh, yeah. Always washing it with my hands and, 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 and the, um, in the front of my mom's house. Oh, yeah. That was to me. That was like the, the thing. I had two RAV, I had a RAV4, had a, had the first RAV4, the 96 RAV4, because my dad had it at first, he gave it to me as my first car. And the first day I had it, I tore it up, I wrecked it, because my friend, I ain't gonna say his name, but he was already a good driver. Like, he went on to work with, like, race teams. Um, not NASCAR, but I think Bush Series, but anyway. He was already a good driver at, like, 15, 16, but I wasn't, I was a novice driver, so... We had to go get, we had to, we had to send the car to the shop to get the um, water pump changed or whatever and time it belt. And my friend gave me a ride to go pick it up. And we're on an interstate. I'm not confident on the interstate. So what I ended up doing was getting off at the wrong exit. And then I'm not looking specifically ahead of me. I'm trying to look behind me to merge right. But right in front of me, a guy was stopped. He had a work truck. So I hit the back of his work truck. Not at a high speed, but enough. To, my, my whole bumper right here, it was torn to pieces. So for the first little while, it was just parked in my mom's house in the front, not driving because the front was tore up. But but ever since that particular time, well, I was like what 15, 16 when that happened. But ever since then, I I baby that vehicle. I had a '96 Rav4. Then I got a Rav4 like in 18, 2018. I've had two Camrys, uh, a Forerunner, and a Tundra, and I had a Corolla, all Toyota. And my my most recent vehicle is the um my my only non Toyota car is my most recent one. I got a Mustang, okay, because I wanted something fast. Because I like driving my Camry kind of fast, but I like I wanted something a little bit more powerful. My my Tundra lease was up, so I was like, you know what? Let me get a um Mustang, and I got a picture of that. If you've not seen it on my Twitter. You know, convertible Mustang, midlife crisis, maybe so. I'm old, so it is what it is. You know, I'm about to hit 40, so it was like, here go the H40 car. There go the Mustang right there. That's my newest vehicle, all right? So shout, shout out to the Ford Mustang, the Mustang crew, the eight-cylinder auto. I could have got a manual. I can I can drive manual, yes, but I'll be in traffic a lot sometimes in Atlanta and Nashville. I'm not trying to be messing with the clutch in traffic. It's just not really fun, but I do have the ability to do the paddle shift, and that's cool. I've, I've done that a little bit. It's, it's not bad. Of course, it's better to have the clutch, but I prefer to have the, the auto in traffic. That's my only non-Toyota vehicle ever, 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 ever. And that drop top is amazing. It's, it's definitely amazing. So, uh, yeah, it's the age 40 car, Byron. <laughs> yeah, uh, a Supra, I don't know. For me, you know, y- y'all know I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a tall guy. I'm like 6'3", 2 and change. So the the Mustang got plenty of room. And I, I like the drop top as well. So that that was the main thing for me. Is it good on gas? It's, it's actually not that bad on gas. It's better than my Tundra, for sure. The Tundra, man, if you get in 12 miles to the gallon, you're doing okay. The Mustang can get 18 to 20. Depends on how you drive it. Yeah. So my regular everyday car is my Toyota Corolla. Uh, not nothing fancy, a Corolla LE, not nothing fancy at all. And then my other car is the Mustang. 
2020 Mustang. It had like no miles on it, less, less than 10,000 miles. And I got a loan from my bank to do it. Normally I do leases, but I got such a good deal on it. The lease payment would have been similar to what I pay on a note. And I might end up uh, trading it for something else. We'll see. All right. But um, that'll be it for the uh, those topics. We got super chats on that. I'm going to get to those. Then we're going to get to the calls. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Yeah, the, the 5.0, of course, 10 speed auto, loving it. Loving it. All right. So let's go ahead and go to the super chats here. Um, do I wear a hat on the top? Nah, no hats when I I don't I don't really wear hats that much when I'm off stream, but I could um wear a hat when I'm talking to the top. But the main thing is that my I have my glasses. I have transition lenses, so these glasses get dark when I got the drop top down. So I don't really need sunglasses. That's the main thing. Yeah, definitely good resale value on the um on on the Mustang. And also good resale value on the Camry. You know, I don't want to get some kind of random obscure vehicle that nobody wants, like uh, an electric uh, uh, an electric SUV that costs too much money. Like I was seeing some of these prices, $130,000 for a car, $125,000. I'm like, come on, $100,000 for a vehicle? I would never. I would never. $50,000 is pushing it. That's pushing it for me. That's definitely $100,000. And I saw some uh, Mercedes-Benz electric SUV for $140,000. I I mean, it's how can you how can anybody why would anybody buy that? Why would anybody buy that? I don't understand. You're paying beyond mortgage prices for a car that is not going to be worth much at the end. That's crazy. Crazy, crazy. Anyway, shout out to Stewie PID for being an ABL superstar. I appreciate you, boss. Thank you to Charles Reckford for being a member. Thank you to Shell Zan for being a member who says, out here doing great stuff. I use a lot of your advice, and recently it has helped with my employer and their non-loyalty. Proud to be a two-year supporter. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Glad I could help with your everyday life. So, hearts, shout out to you. Shout out to Stewie PID who says, thank you, APL, for being you and doing what you do. Continued success and 1 million subscribers. Thank you for that. We almost there at 1 million. Let me tell you my exact subscriber count because you guys can just see the 988, which you can't see what I see. So I'm at 988.567. So um, less than 1,500 subs away from 1 million. So we, we'll get there sooner than later. We'll get there. Thank you to Delicia Salvatore, who says, hey, ABL, I'm still feeling sort of depressed. I support you and love your content. I'm a generation coming up for midlife, late 20s, early 30s. What if we can't hold the world up? I want to cry. Well, the world's been through worse, I think. You had wars and famine and pestilence and all kind of stuff. So I think we've been through worse. So, you know, there's, there's going to be good times and bad times. You just got to hang in there. And hope, keep the faith. You know, don't don't get discouraged. Don't get uh, too sad. Just keep the faith and understand that we're resilient people. We can keep going and go through a lot. So don't don't get depressed. Don't get down. All right. But thank you for your super chat. Thank you to uh, let me see here. Michael Critchlow says New Ninja Turtles movie is great and not woke. 
Ice Cube does a great job playing Superfly. I know it was one now. I got to go check it out. I got I got to see the new Barbie as well. I've been hearing about that. Okay, and I'm I'm still I'm still me, still 100% male all the way through. I ain't I don't really care about nothing. I'm gonna still watch Barbie, Oppenheimer, all of that. Thank you to Dungus Fun who says I know two guys that are Haitian accountants. Thank you to Lucian Salvatore who says Whoopi Cushion Goldberg is a hypocrite. Thank you to Hunter Haas who says Hey ABL Nate Diaz or Jake Paul take care, bro. Nate Diaz all day long. We'll be doing. Thank you for that. I appreciate you, boss. Thank you to Grant Dan, who says, if you enlist in the U.S. Navy, you get automatic citizenship. One of my shipmates and good friends was able to take advantage of that, and these spies might have also. But I don't know. I'm just a guy on the Internet. Shout out to them, and shout out to NOB. I read there earlier, but I went to give NOB one more shout out. Shout out to Norfolk, Virginia, NOB. And shout out to USS Kearsage. Hoo Shout out to Spitfire for the cup of joy emoji. Thank you for that. Thank you to Lothair who says, what about Doc Martin boots? I have no idea. Nothing about that. That's that's them golf boots, ain't it? I don't know nothing about those. Thank you to Bina for gifting five ABL memberships. Thank you to Sonya Scrapbook who says, we are living single. <laughs> I ain't, ain't going to sing it, Sonya. We are living single in the 90s. Okay, I almost sung it, but I ain't going to do it. In the 90s kind of world, I'm glad I got my girls. Also, like Jesus and Judas, backstabbers do this. Miseducation of Lauren Hill. There you go. See, there, there go some cultural references that we get, right? So, shout out to you for that. Thank you to Lothar who says, at least Al Capone had more respect compared to these ignorant teenagers. Thank you to Bob Nuth for the uh, cat dancing emoji. Thank you to Jalapeno Ketchup who says, Brandon Johnson is as sharp as a bowling ball. <laughs> Thank you to First Draft. For the cat emoji, I appreciate you. Thank you to Monique Price for the thumbs up emoji. I appreciate you for that. All righty. We got calls on deck. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Do not be afraid to call. There's also an email if you want to get right here. Bottom left hand corner of the screen in the description. Check it on out. But a number to call again, 434-658-1220. Who am I speaking to? 817? I got a lot of noise. Okay, can you hear me? I heard you well. All right, okay. So I had a few questions. Okay. So one I wanted to start with was like the store robber where he thought he was going to get away with it. He thought he looked cool. You know, like where he had that little trash can. He was like, oh, like he was like, oh, he cannot do nothing. He was like putting all the stuff in. And then he tried to buck up to them at one point. <clears throat> and um, I thought that was kind of funny. It was like, how are you bucking up and you still and stuff? I thought it was embarrassment. So now today's time, they steal stuff boldly. Like, they don't care. They don't care about anything. It's like, it makes me cry. So I lose my voice with crying all the time. Because, like, <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, that, it, I just felt it was ridiculous. And when he got popped, it kind of gave me a little bit of laughter. Because <laughs> <laughs> his mama didn't beat his butt when he was a kid. He needed to get his butt beat. That's so right. there's that. <laughs> and then Whoopi Goldberg, I feel like like she talks about people being oppressed. I don't know, is it loud in here? Huh? No, go ahead, you good. Oh, okay, I'm good. Yeah. So Whoopi Goldberg, huh, she was talking, she's like, Okay, she talks about she tried to think that she made a statement and when the crowd was like, Ooh, they were cheering on, I'm like, How are you cheering this girl on? And like 
she like but when she goes home she got all her millions and like she could care less about what black people are going through not even just black people anybody oppressed like anybody who on a lower level like i'm on a lower uh, excuse me but i mean i'm just like it's just oh my gosh it's just it's like it's crap it's like if you if you're gonna like talk about that at least donate your money if you feel like these people are oppressed Take all your millions and give it to them. Are you sitting on the view, losing brain cells? Like, go do for that. Okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. My voice is flush. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, good. Okay. And then I want to talk about um, the economy, like with groceries. And Biden does not address that. He's like, Bidenomics. Bidenomics. I can't, I can't. Oh, my God. He, he making that stuff out of thin air. Bidenomics. Oh, my God. I can't. Mm-hmm. Like if Bidenomics, uh, was it a textbook thing, or where did he get that from? Was he was he did he fall in his basement or somehow like oh dang I came up with Bidenomics and then all of a sudden he's trying to write this miracle word but you you have dead you you reaching for your grave already probably get, got geriatric service like I don't I don't have time for that like I, I just don't have time for it. Anyway, it's like, like, it's like, that's what I had to say. It's like, it's just like some things have been irritating me. I try not to like tune into the news because it's going to make me wild. <laughs> it's just, it's just a lot. And it's so hot. It's like the Texas weather. I'm in Texas. So the Texas weather is hot. It was like, oh, can you do me a favor by saving your weather? Like put your thermostat down? Like, okay. I don't know. Anyway, ABL, I love you. I love your channel. Uh, yeah, that's all I had to say. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Bye. All right. Shout out to the caller. You guys are fantastic tonight. Let's keep on rocking and rolling. Let's go to 323 in the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL. This is Joanne. How are you doing? Oh, well, about yourself. I'm doing great. Um, I was just listening to your first caller, and I had to call in about theft and everything going on in around the world. And, um, it's really, it's bad because um, I don't, I'm going to share this but with probably the world now, but I was dealing with LAPD a couple of days ago concerning some stuff that they took from my house and I'm trying to get back. And I'm out, I left some stuff outside because I didn't want to take it in. And I go in to talk to the police. I'm like, and I'm in there for about 20 minutes and another lady was trying to talk to the police too. She's like, oh, is that your stuff? I looked outside and there's some woman out there just going through my bags. I left outside the police door and I'm like and I went out there and I called her I'm like oh you know what are you doing what are we doing here and she's at the police office stealing my stuff in front of the police officers so it's bad everywhere it's just I just wanted to say that because we live in a world where you know you you can't leave nothing unattended nowhere no matter where you are the police station the hospitals in your house whatever they can somebody's coming for you if it's not an eye on it and that's all I wanted to say, basically. Well, thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. Okay, thank you. Bye. Yeah, it's a crazy world out here. You can't keep an eye off of your stuff. You got to just make sure everything's secure. It's, it's crazy like that. Let's keep on rocking here. 424, you're in line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, BL, this is Kyla from Los Angeles. I just wanted to say this one thing, ABL. I find it real. I find it a real trip how everybody was so concerned about Jamie Foxx 
they were just, you know, everybody was posting about him, praying for him, and just wondering why they haven't seen him. He ain't put up a video, and they were just so distraught over him. And the moment he comes back, he's canceled. What does that tell you about the public? Uh, they're so fickle. You know, just one day they love you and they're your biggest fan. The next day, it could be the smallest thing and they're ready to throw you away. Yes, he just got back and he's canceled. Well, what about them players? What happened to the players? Hey. I just wanted to say that, ABL. <laughs> and look, and look, ABL, keep us in, keep, keep deplorable Los Angeles in prayer. Pray for us. Oh, definitely. Will do. Absolutely. All right. Love your show. Peace out. Thank you for the call. Appreciate you. Bye-bye. Yeah, that's crazy. It's like, look, I've been gone for some months, and y'all praying for me. Please come back. All this and that and the third. And then the, the next week is like, okay, now you cancel. It's like, man, I just, I just got back. How you cancel me right now? I didn't even do anything. What's really going on? Y'all want to ask me nothing? Like, y'all want to know what's going on? I just got, I just, I just survived. I just escaped the jaws of death. And you're going to throw me away like <laughs> so fickle. That's that's the Internet, though. That's that's how it is on the Internet. I've I've discovered that. Nine zero nine. You don't lie. Who am I speaking to? Uh, speaking with Phil. All right, man. What's going on? Hey, I just. Hey, ABL, how's it going? I just wanted to say two things. Uh, one, um, I totally agree with you with that uh, that streamer about how these guys are the new Hollywood um superstars because it seems like nobody's going to movies anymore. Nobody cares about anything anymore. Everyone is just streaming. Correct. Yeah. And two, um, I live in Oakland and I've seen one of those, um, what is it? One of those community, um, get togethers where they want to talk about all the crime in the area yet in those same meetings, the people want something done, but then they say don't prosecute because a couple of what was it about a year ago or it was this year some lady died who owned a cupcake store and then her family members were saying things like yeah even if you catch the people um she the lady that died or was killed she didn't want the people to be prosecuted wow so that's like wait a minute yeah, wait wait like wait the, wait wait hold on let me just let me get this straight so people die in a situation, and then the person was like, no, don't, don't prosecute? Uh, the family was saying she would not want the people who killed her to be prosecuted. Oh, my goodness. Whew. That's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'm, it's funny because, like, I'm also from the West Coast, following up from the lady who called before who's from Los Angeles. So... I live in Oakland and I work for the city of San Francisco and it's just, it's just really weird and crazy out here. I'm a, I'm the same age as you. So I wasn't raised with the whole wokeness. So sometimes when you see people speak, you kind of sit there, you kind of watch them and it's just like, you, you just kind of shake your head at the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Just want to make it short and sweet. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah, that's crazy. It's like, I mean, what what can you really do with something like that? Where somebody's like, nah, if they kill me, don't even prosecute them. It's like, what? What I, huh? What? Man, what do you what can you really do with that? How can you really combat that? I don't think you really can. 
Yeah, California is a different kind of place. If you live in California right now, hey, I, I, I hope that you, you're okay. Three, four, six, you're online. Who am I speaking to? Hello, ABL. My name is Benoit, and I'm calling you from Edmonton, Canada, sir. All righty. Are you on speakerphone? Because you kind of muffled a little bit. Yes, I am. Can you hear me okay, or uh, a little bit louder is okay? If you were off speaker, it'd be better. But if you if you only have speaker as okay. an option, that that's okay. Yeah, let me see. How about now? Is it better? That's better, yes. That's perfect. Yeah, I'm calling you from uh, Edmonton, Canada. So uh, I want to talk about um, uh, the Chinese, uh, the two Chinese guys from uh, the army that actually shared the information. Uh, <laughs> would be you guys. I'm not going to say that like that, but I mean, if uh, if I would be you, USA's and in general Americans, I would be more concerned about us guys in Canada, uh, our government and everything around, because uh, <laughs> yeah, we left people in like no tomorrow, right? So uh, we, you're talking about aliens and everything. You guys have problems with the aliens in in uh, in, uh, in America and everything. Well, Canada, it's the land of free for that. So and then. We let people in like, like no tomorrow, and then we don't know where they end up. So we have a big problem here about that. And then, of course, we have our prime minister that is woke as it can be. Um, and then it's a big problem. So uh, he made the news recently because him and, uh, and his uh, a wife, uh, Sophie, she's a, they're actually split up. And there's a meme about it saying why she can leave him and us Canadian we can't so that was that was mm -hmm. really uh, a good thing about well, it's, a, it's a good joke but I mean uh, but no it's really bad up here uh, Tim cast actually got a, uh, a guy Tim Poole actually got a guy Viva Fry on his uh, podcast uh, talking about Canada and if you guys want to see what's going on in Canada he resumed exactly really good what's going on and it's it's really scary it is really scary um, and then uh, you guys should that but uh, the two Chinese guy I mean I'm not surprised I really not surprised and uh, so yeah that's that's just what I've, I wanted to point that out and uh, you have a great show I really appreciate it and uh, yeah keep going ABL I like you and you're awesome thanks thank you for the call man appreciate you all right great call shout out to my man for the call appreciate him let's keep on rocking and rolling here let's go to 912 you don't know who I'm speaking to What's going on, ABL? It's your boy, Joel Davis Media Network. How you doing this evening, man? Everything's good, man. What's going on? Oh, nothing, man. Just uh, wanted to tell you once again, loving your show. Uh, you know, I, I tune in to you every time I'm not working on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so uh, um, first things first, man. Um, the story that you told me about the Jamie Foxx situation is straight bananas. Uh, those saying the whole, you know, they killed Jesus or they talked about Jesus, that's been in the black community. Jesus, bro, since me and you the same age, A.B., we both 40, but you about to be 30 now. I'll be, I'm already 40. So we've been hearing that all our lives. Yes. You know what I'm saying? If you're an 80s and 70s baby in the black community, this is what the older generation of black folks born in the 20s and the 30s and the 40s would tell you all the time, you know, to inspire you to to not let the world get you down. 
So I'm trying to find out where is the anti-Semiticness in this because there's no way in form, in no way, form, shape, or fashion, it was saying anything about anybody Jewish killing Jesus at all. I mean, any, if you want to get technical about it, it was the Romans that did that thing to Jesus. It's in the Bible, but still, there's nothing. They, this is what happens when wokeness is going out of control. You know what I mean? It's like the woke culture will take anything and make the most negative, you know, the most negative, I would say, rumor out of nothing. Yeah. I mean, look at what's going on with Ice Cube. Ice Cube never said he was conservative. He's never said that he was really liberal like that. He's just a guy that wants the best for black Americans at the time when he made his contract to black America. Because he's from California, and, you know, he still has some of that woke bug in it. Well, he sat down with uh, Donald J. Trump. Donald J. Trump even said that Ice Cube is the one that inspired him to make that platinum plan that he was really going to honor. So that tells you right there that we live in a culture with liberalness with, with with liberals they don't like anyone unless they go with everything they say they're not for black folks they're not for white folks they're only for people that's going to live in their twisted narcissistic world and that's just what it is and that is why people like ice cube is waking up and other hollywood celebrities that was raised in a good home. They're like, this is nuts. This is not the American way, <laughs> you know? It is not. And when I look at this uh, mayor from Chicago, uh, I think is, and I want to say is Anthony Johnson, right? Um, uh, I think his name Brandon is Brandon Johnson. Brandon, yeah, Brandon. Brandon Johnson. Brandon Johnson. My mistake. My apologies. Um, when I look at this guy. I hate to say this, and I never thought I would ever say this, AVL, but Beetlejuice is better than him. Yep. At least Beetlejuice was somewhat acknowledged that there was looting going on and it was criminal-like activity. This dude don't even want to acknowledge that. He's saying, don't call them a mob. Well, what are they, sir? I mean, they are collectively hanging out together they're not protesting to make a change. They're collectively moving in a mob-like action to do what? Steal from people so they can profit for their own financial gain. I mean, that's just fact. Right. They didn't work for it. They didn't pay for it legally. So what is it called? It's called crime, sir. And until you acknowledge that, that's why people in your... In, in the state, of, the, the city of Chicago is a joke to everybody because they keep voting in people like this that don't want to acknowledge the wrong. And when I look at the uh, situation with what's going on with uh, Donald J. Trump, you know, I, I hope the liberals know that every day they are just helping this man get reelected. That's all they're doing. They're helping them get reelected. I mean, 
there's no other way to put it. They don't have no other candidate. And at this point of the game, you got more people on the side that they're trying to collect are going and rooting for Trump or want to know more about Trump because the people are like, why do they keep want to put this guy in jail? And the more they keep finding out what he's done for the country, the more they want to run with him. So if this is their playbook of trying to keep him from getting reelected, it's a bad playbook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, bro, it's a bad playbook. Uh, I mean, he's probably going to be the first man I ever seen going to be they gonna have going to trial and he's gonna be elected president and people gonna be smiling from ear to ear because people are tired of this wokeness. Um because it's just getting out of hand. I mean, it is getting to the point now to where we got a you know, I don't know if you heard about what's going on with Lizzo. Lizzo right now has got a uh uh um uh what they call that that it, it me too movement going on against her. And do you know that these people that she has, you know, sung, sung and tap danced for are still protecting her. But here's my thing, ABL. What are they going to do when more people start coming out the woodwork about this? Because you already know how it works. When you get about three or four started before the next two weeks, you're going to have up to 12 or 20. Then what are they going to do? Right. Exactly. Because... This right here is disgusting, and I and I believe these people because I was I I could see her doing something like that because people with that kind of mindset that's what they do they abuse the system because they know they're under that alphabet soup umbrella and then alphabet soup is going to desert them as soon as the heat gets too strong and you already know how that goes I mean look what alphabet soup did to Bud Light soon as the heat got hot with Bud Light what did they did they let Bud Light flap in the wind. Now, Bud Light ain't got no support. They out here looking crazy. Yep. Laying people off. But uh, anyway, I just want to tell you, man, I hope you get to a million. Um, also, if you don't mind, I want to put out tonight that we're doing a show right after yours on my channel, and we're going to have Jericho Green on tonight. So we would like everybody to come through and show me and Jericho some love. And... You are more than welcome to come by if you want to as well, Anthony, if you ain't too busy, because I know you are busy, man. Right on, man. I got you. All right, brother. Take care of yourself, man, and keep on rocking and keep spreading the truth, man. All right. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Anytime, brother. All right. Shout out to my main man, Joel Davis, Media Network. Appreciate him for that. Let's keep on rocking. All right, Victor, what's going on? Hey, thanks for taking my call. No problem. And it seemed like people truly don't care about objective reality anymore. Nah, they don't. Clearly. The first one is the Alpha Phi Alpha. Have you heard about them pulling out of Florida? Yeah, I was talking about that because uh, they're talking about what, DeSantis or something? Yeah. Yeah, they're talking about DeSantis, that uh, what he's doing to... What's, what's he doing in Florida? It's dangerous for black people. And it's all oh, and that he's talking about how slavery's, slavery, slaves benefited from slavery. Well, for one, how is saying that it's harming black people? Are black people being attacked when DeSantis made that curriculum? Nope. I mean, they just, 
whatever, whatever the news tells them, and they just want to latch on to it, they're going to believe it. They're not even going to ask no questions. They're not really going to try to get to the bottom of it. They don't want to have any kind of context. It's like, nope, they said it. I'm going to believe it. Yeah. And then with Kamala Harris, when DeSantis challenged Kamala Harris into a debate to debate over this, she said, well, we don't need to debate the facts. That's what you need to do. If you truly have the facts, you, you'll be willing to go to a debate to show the other side why they are wrong and to actually give the facts to other people to measure, to measure the facts. I, I like, you know, for, for Christians, I like Acts 19 and I believe Acts 17. X17, where Paul went to went to the Bereans and Thessalonians in 17, and also to the Greeks in X19, where he's willing to debate debate his views and see why it is true. Today, people don't want to do that anymore. Nope. Yeah. The second one which is really, it's a real shocker that people don't want to recognize objective reality is Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm. Yep. I don't want to hear anything from him concerning any type of religion at all after what he said. He always says that, oh, what? Well, he just wants evidence. When he is literally going against the evidence that there, that gender is binary. Why? Why do you care? How is it <laughs> affecting you? Like, have you been living under a rock? How these people are forcing others to, uh, to accept their subjective view? Have you not seen how there was one college professor that got fired because he was teaching the facts about biology? Have you not recognized how Michigan was trying to pass a law to punish people if they use incorrect pronouns? Yes, I, don't, I understand what he said that let them live, let them do whatever they want. That's cool, let them do whatever they want. But they are literally trying to force people to go against objective reality, to to accept the, to accept their 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 views. I didn't even talk about how they forcing it on chil on children. Right. Either. That is so messed up. What Neil deGrasse Tyson said when he is when he is a proponent about following the facts, following the evidence. I mean, he goes after flat earthers hard. Mm-hmm. And he's and he's doing this. He needs to shut up big time. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's all I gotta say. Right. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Right. Bye. That's right on point. You know, New DeGrass Tyson, give me the evidence, show me the evidence. But then, oh, gender's not non-binary. We don't even need chromosomes, huh? Really? Is that what we're gonna say? Five zero four, you're the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL, it's Alien Spaceship. All right, man, what's going on? All right, so very good coverage. 
I want to say that with the uh, Jamie Foxx thing, yeah, it's ridiculous how people make these assumptions about him being anti-Semitic when he was talking about people having haters and stuff. I think it's, you know, reflects how people with social media, they just go to conclusions and they just love to attack people. Yeah. I mean, there's no, no questioning, no trying to figure out what's going on. It's just like, okay, I just, I just want to attack you now. I don't even really know what's happening. I just want to attack. It's, it's pretty, it's, it's not, it's not a good way to be. Right. And also it was Pharisees with Jesus, like the religious leaders, because they, they were confused and perhaps with cor- they also had corruption and the Romans put him to death on the cross and uh, the Jewish people themselves have nothing to do with it. And also God made a covenant with them in the Bible, which the covenant is unbreakable. So the, they, you know, that they were given this promise of protection and that they would enlighten the world through the religion, like with Jesus. And that's what a lot of these people don't understand, but they would just need to do their research. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 what it says. But see, the thing about it is it, it shouldn't even been it shouldn't even been in discussion because that wasn't even what he was okay, talking exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah, so it's like you know, it's it's just weird. Yeah, I do agree that there's these people that are saying this is anti Semitic and that's anti Semitic and this is anti Semitic. And I remember was uh, Kennedy said something about the Jews having a, re, uh, a resistance to uh, some of the viruses or something. And yeah, I do think that is strange that that's going on. Yeah. I mean, the thing about it is he was just talking about a study. So it's like, you know, yeah. there's, there's always yeah. these things people take out of context. They, it's, they talk about an old phrase mm-hmm. in the black community and then they want to twist it and say, he's talking about the Jews, nothing to do with it. And then, with Robert F. Kennedy, he's talking about a literal study that's published in the U.S. government's website, and people say that he's trying to say uh, the, the the Jews are somehow. I don't even know what the what the problem was, but it's like rather than focusing mm-hmm. on what someone actually said and what their intention was, there's all kind of narratives crafted which completely take what they say out of context. Exactly, you're you're right, and I think that. The, the woke people are trying to use it as a form to cancel them, to invoke an emotion in people. And yeah, I think that it definitely does need to, people need to stop being so receptible to those things, taking things out of context. And also, I think that's a strange situation with the North Korean, the guy went to North Korea. Yeah, I don't know when we're going to hear information about him again. I don't know. Why do you think he went there? I have no idea. I, I, I mean, people just do crazy things sometimes. I, I can't really tell it. I can't really call why he did that. But I think now the U.S. is pretty much just throwing their hands up and saying, oh, well, you're over there, so you're on your own. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. And also, yeah, I will say with the riot that happened in New York, I remember I was talking about that last night and on my stream. And basically, yeah, the, these people, as you showed, how they were, of rioting over because the guy was giving away a PC, some games, some different things. And then they went and just destroyed everything. They had like uh, firecrackers, all kinds of things. And people to be more concerned about inflation and problems with our, our, our country, but more people seem to be concerned with, uh, I like streamers and watching YouTube like right now, but people need to not act like that over some giveaway in my opinion. Yeah. You're definitely right about that. But people, you know, they can't help themselves. Yeah. And uh, something I will say, uh, two more things uh, really quick, is that the, the Titan submersible, I was talking about that, and the newest update 
is that they're taking the human remains and they're doing research on them with a the, with the Marine Board of Investigations, and they're going to send it to a U.S. ship and investigate it. And it is like human remains. It's not like they didn't vaporize into nothing. There is human remains there, and it was preserved. And also with the Las Vegas alien sighting, the uh, Pentagon and the government is investigating what happened with that. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll see what the result of that is going to be. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. All right. And that's all I have to say for this call. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Okay, bye. All right, shout out to my man for the call. Most certainly appreciate him. Let's go to... That's our week. Call it 617 on the line. I'm speaking to. Hey, what's going on, BL? <laughs> hey, I just wanted to refer to the, the young kid that called you. There was on... on uh, I guess it was like a on, uh, on camera, like a face, face cam. Uh... That kid apparently doesn't know much. How old is he? Like 30, 35? Who are you talking about? The kid that was just earlier. The kid? Who he was earlier. You yeah. about Victor? They were talking about slavery and then you say that because black people gain some skills. Huh? About the Santis. He was talking about the Santis. And they talk about the slavery like we were talking last week that they got a skill. That black tends to, tends to slavery. They benefit slavery because black people got some skills. Nah, I mean, like, that, like I think what was said is, and I think you already, I think you already said this. I think you already had a discussion before. I'm gonna just say it one more time, and then we can move on. Um, if someone is in slavery and they gain skills that they can use to buy their freedom and then use after slavery, that particular skill benefited them. It did not benefit the slave master. It did not perpetuate slavery. It benefited that person personally, and it helped them get out of slavery. That is a simple fact. It is a basic thing that everybody knows. It's not really up for debate. Okay, so, so okay, so but, but but they don't in in the school they don't teach you all the atrocities of slavery from this. Yes, it, yes, market. it does. Look, you're, you're taking you're taking one particular piece of the curriculum, and you're trying to make that be the entire curriculum. You're talking about one piece of it. Yes, school does teach you all the atrocities, the whole thing. It teaches you the all of. The excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, sir. It teaches you the entire thing from the beginning, over in Africa where it was a slave trade. Mm-hmm. All the way to America, and then afterward, it teaches the entire thing. It does not leave anything out. Okay, so I mean, I, I don't know about that, but I know that that the sixteen nineteen project was eliminated from schools because they say it was too brutal. It was too too harming for children to read about slavery. But let me ask you this: Can you imagine if you tweet tomorrow that thanks to the Holocaust, Jews co- has come together stronger than ever before? Because it's a fact. Before the, the poor Jews, they didn't talk to the rich Jews before the Holocaust. Let's let's assume that you say that. What do you think is going to happen to your account? I mean, why would I do that? Because how is it related to no, what no, you're no, talking? No, 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 no. Because you, you're trying to you're trying to make a crazy you trying to make a crazy comparison. God, I, I didn't say that about why slavery. Excuse me, I didn't say that about slavery. I didn't say thanks to slavery, black folks got stronger. No, that's not what I said. I said that. Slaves did learn skills that they could use to get out of slavery. That's the whole point, to break away, to get away, to get freedom. That's the whole point, not to be in slavery and be strong. I would never say that. That was never said. So why would you try to say that about the Holocaust? If I didn't say about slavery, why would I say it about the Holocaust? Let's compare apples to apples. Like, okay. let's, let's not make up a straw man and then try to argue it. Uh, 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 Anthony, slavery was around since forever, since the Bible days. And the Bible condemns slavery. Okay. Now, who, who's, who excuse, me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, who, so excuse, excuse, you... excuse me, sir. 
who's not condemning slavery? Nobody's trying to say slavery was good. So what are you talking about? So even 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 that they got a skill to get their freedom, that doesn't make any sense because they would have this skill without the slavery. But so they didn't. Excuse me. Sense. Excuse me. But they didn't. But they didn't. So the same thing. Same thing that didn't happen to Jews. So what happened to Jews? Did they have skills under the Holocaust? Did, did, no, no, they... no, no, no. They, they were separated. No. They were, they were, they were. They, the, the rich Jews doesn't look at the same as the as the poor Jews. What? The, there was a division in class among Jews. So, excuse me. Look, we're we talking about skills. We're talking about class. Oh, but it's the same. It's the same. No, no, no. We're we talking about skills learned in slavery to help people get out of slavery and earn their freedom. You're talking about other things that are not related to the topic. Stay on topic. And if you don't have anything, then move on and talk about something else. <laughs> I, I just love how, how you guys get, you know, you, you know what's going to happen to you. You continue. You say something like that. You would be yes, bad. I mean, if it's, if it's, if it's factual, channel. if it's factual, it's factual. But if it's not, it's not. I would not say that well, about slavery. Excuse, well, excuse, well, excuse, excuse, excuse me, 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 excuse me. Quiet. Now, if I didn't say that about slavery, what I said about the Holocaust, I didn't say slavery was good because it got together and they got strong, all this and that and the third. I did not say that about slavery. So why would I say that about the Holocaust? Slavery okay, is very so simple. Me, Excuse me, me, quiet, sir. Slavery is very simple. Slaves learn skills that help them get out of slavery to earn the freedom to get away from this terrible thing called slavery and to go and live a better life outside of slavery and be free. That's the whole point. I, I, now, excuse me, sir. Quiet, quiet. If you don't have anything that is the exact same as that in the Holocaust, you're reaching at best. So if you don't have anything, you can move on. But if not, I can hang up. Okay, we, we we could move on, but the, let me let me let me let me let me. No, no, ain't no but. Either you gonna move on or I'm gonna hang up. Well, you have either to you gonna move on or I'm gonna hang up. Okay, let's move let's move on to the um to uh do you, do you listen to the hearing about the uh, partner from uh, Hunter Biden? Do you listen to the hearing? No. So you didn't listen to the hearing. So do you believe? Uh, do you know how to Hunter Biden got the job with Burisma? They hired him. How, right. how, did, how, did, how did he get the job? Well, you got to listen to the hearing to know the whole story. Okay, so tell me, you tell me how you got the, how you got the job. Well, I mean, you, you, you have to prepare Esca for the Excuse show, me, excuse so me, sir. I've, I've, not, I've not spoken about Burisma this, on this show, so I don't got to talk about, I don't got to get prepared. Yeah, but you Excuse me, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, I've not, I've, I've not talked about in this show how he got, how he got on but the job. Excuse me, excuse me, sir. Now, what you can do is you tell me how you got the job. Okay, he got a job because a friend of his uh, partner uh, that was in Bori Borisma before hired him for the job as a lawyer. So, as, as a lawyer, uh, I thought he was on. The, I thought he was on the board. How, how much was he getting paid? Well, he was on the board because he have he has some uh, legal skills and also also he was well connected. He knew uh, people that he could those like could like um, like his father. Joe Biden. No, 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 and, no, no. And and is, no, no. is it is it is it is it a coincidence that? Joe Biden went on television and said that he went to Ukraine and said, hey, if you don't fire the prosecutor who just happened to be investigating Burisma Holdings, that you won't get a billion dollar loan. Is it a coincidence that happened? Uh, let me let me. Let, that's what I'm saying. It's yes, yes, yes or no. no it's but, yes, but, it's but, yes or no question. Is it a coincidence? Yeah, 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 yeah,
No, it was not a coincidence. Oh, okay. All right, cool. So what are we, what are we talking let about? You, let me explain, can I explain you why it was not a coincidence? Very quickly, go ahead. Because the whole Ukraine, everybody in Ukraine wanted the prosecutor fired. The uh, NATO and the uh, if, if the whole the, Ukraine if the whole Ukraine wanted him fired, then why did Joe Biden have to go and make them fire him if everybody wanted him fired? That made no sense. You're not saying you're not saying things they, make any because sense. Because remember, wasn't the government? The, but that's what I'm saying. You gotta listen to. You gotta understand the whole thing. Like okay. I can't. I don't have time. To all right, all right, all right. So this, the whole the whole Ukraine wanted the guy fired, but Joe Biden had to pressure them. Basically, almost bribed because them to fire the him. New, okay, got it. When the new government came in, that's what it was the opportunity to get him fired. So when, when, when the a new, new government, when the new president came in, Zelensky, they say, okay, now and then. Uh, as a matter of fact, that billion dollars it was for those companies that were in energy, a subsidy. So they came and say, hey, look, if you don't give the, if you if you don't find that prosecutor that's not prosecuting. You won't get the billion dollars, and then he got fired. It wasn't yeah. Joe, wasn't Joe okay. Biden who fired him? Wasn't uh, the the same uh, uh, the, the government in Ukraine who fired him? Okay, because so this, Joe because this, this Joe because because Joe Biden because Joe Biden went to them and said, "Hey, fire him, or you won't get this money." He he, he brought them into doing it. He said it on TV. So that's that's what happened. Like, let's just that's not. What, that let's, wasn't a, that, that's that what wasn't that's what that's what he said. That's what he said on TV. Did did did, did Joe yeah, Biden? That wasn't 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 him that fire. Was the same. Oh, but I, I didn't say I didn't fire. say that he did it because he can't go over there and fire people. He bribed them to do it. He made them do it with the money. That's no, what happened. That's just not true. That's what he said. And, and, and so be, so wait a minute. Did did he not say that? He did say that. Okay, so what are we talking about? If he said it, then it's true. But this guy was involved in Burisma way before okay. that. Okay, all right. Way but, before that. All right, the, but, but that'll that. be enough for and you tonight, left. sir. Actually, that'll be enough. Actually, have, a, have a good night. Have a good night. Thank you for the call, sir. All right, that, that'll that be enough for him. Let's keep on rocking and rolling. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. All right. Shout out to all the callers. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these interwebs. 860, you know, who am I speaking to? Hey, BL, it's up today, Ranger Xbox, brother. How you doing? It's all good, man. How about yourself? Oh, well, I was doing good until just a little bit ago. Now I got a headache from listening to the representative of the Special Olympics. <laughs> but uh, you, I'm so disappointed in you, ABL. You promised us to do the Britney Spears British accent the next time you said "sir, sir, sir" to him. <laughs> hey, I forgot about that one. <laughs> I've been thinking every time he calls in, I'm like, "When's he gonna do it? When's he gonna do it? Come on!" I even write it in the chat. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, I want to tell you a real quick story. It's been on my mind, and it ties into kind of like the way the uh, the kids are acting these days with their mo flash mobs and destroying stuff. Back in 2005, when I was living in Tampa, there's uh, the Pelican Bay club or tiger Bay club, a bunch of hoity toities are flagellant does has no odorous type people. And they were honoring this educator of over 50 years. And she happens to be a black woman and they're piling all these praises on her. How wonderful a job she did over the decades that she went from a teacher to this, to that, to that, to that, to that, that. And they just, she gets up to that podium and she goes, the schools need to go back to being disciplinarians. And you could have heard a pin drop from the <laughs> other side of the state of Florida. <laughs> yeah. I just thought I'd share that real quick. But now everybody's upset about Trump being 
indicted and going to court. No, 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 no. This is awesome. This is they done stuck their neck in a bear trap because this is a federal judge. Now, guess what Trump gets to do? He gets to present a defense because you have to have you have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt, right? So what is Trump allowed to do? What is his lawyers allowed to do? They're allowed to call witnesses. And uh, you know the one crime that you don't get no bail and you go straight to jail if you don't if you violate it? What's that? That's a court order to appear. Failure to appear. You go straight to jail. You do not collect two hundred dollars. Bam, you're done. That's uh, it. No bail. You're gonna sit in jail till the judge is tired of you sitting in jail. <laughs> so he can he can uh Mayorkas, he can Hunter Biden, he can subpoena Joe Biden, he can subpoena Mike Pence, and if they don't show up, the federal marshals are gonna go get them. Because uh, you're not gonna make a mockery of a federal judge, regardless of how he votes. Right, right on. And that's why I'm excited and because I would love to see him put the cameras in the courtroom like they did with O.J. Simpson. That would be awesome. But I am so excited and I am so happy because we know January 6th was a setup. We know that. I knew it January 7th. I was, oh, my God. I just wish people wouldn't have crossed the street. They would have stayed on the opposite side of the street of the Capitol building. But, right. uh. Oh, well, but oh, yeah, he can subpoena Ray Epps, too. And hit that uh, lawyer he's got, not a, she's a triple threat. You, you can't help but look at her. But when she <laughs> starts talking, facts, 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 body slam, facts, facts, facts. She's going to be a pit bull. Oh, yeah. I definitely. fired two lawyers in court and won both times, and I'm not a lawyer. Battery on Leo, January 1988. I won that. And my first divorce, I won that, hands down. Fired the lawyer right in front of the judge. And the woman for my divorce was Judge Cecilia Ann Moore, a woman. And I won my divorce. And that was Polk County, Florida, with Sheriff Grady Judd. So, uh, anyhow, you have a great night show. Uh, great night, ABL. Great show. Uh, Tariq loved your and the other brother called in. Love the message. Great calls. The ladies, you did an awesome job. God bless America. Let's get our country back. Thank you for taking my call, ABL. Thanks Good for night. the call, man. Appreciate you. All right. Charles, man, for the call. Always a good win. Let's keep on rocking and rolling. Let's go to 631. You're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Hi, ABL. This is Ann from Long Island, New York. All right. What's going on? Please, God, send a God here. <laughs> what happened yesterday in Manhattan is something I have never seen in my whole entire life. Never. This New York is turning into a third world country. I see you have Chicago up there, and I know Chicago is going through it, too. And most of the states are going through it. It's like, what? What? I, I don't know why this man... How do you get rid of him? Who? Biden. Biden. The I... Biden. All the Bidens and all of the Democrats running this country. Because apparently America and Americans 
mean zero to him. He's sleeping with the enemies. I mean, it's given, given, almost giving me a breakdown at this point. When I see the way they disrespect Manhattan, it makes me crazy. I'm like, when are they going to do something? Shoot them. Get them out of here. Then they're like, oh, but what's going to happen in the... I have people, neighbors, that say, oh, what's going to happen in the winter? And they're outside the Roosevelt Hotel, which I've stayed in many times, $500 a night. Okay, and you have to pay $8 for water and all that crazy taxes and everything. What's going to happen to them when when winter comes? They're going to freeze to death. I said, I hope they do. They don't belong here. They should move back to where they came from, where it's hot, and they won't breathe. <laughs> I don't have any sympathy for any of them. And now they're, like, coming up to reporters. I saw that skit with the reporter asking about, asking a guy in the street in New York, what do you think about, he was from the Dominican Republic, what do you think about Donald Trump being indicted? He said, what is that in your hand? We own this land now. You do not. Just like that. In New York City. Yeah, that's crazy. Manhattan. I mean, I just don't know what the hell's going on. Those police look like morons out there. And they came from all five boroughs. I think because a lot of them are quitting. They hired, they downgraded the, the level that a police officer has to be. They could be, have mental illness. They could have, you know, anything wrong with them, really, and they could be hired. They always had standards for police officers. You have to be a certain, you know, no background check. So it's kind of getting kind, kind of scary over here. I live on Long Island all the way out east by the Hamptons, so it's not... I mean, they're out here, too. Don't think they're not. They are. Ice was out here and everything. But that's why Diddy moved the hell out of here. He said, I'm out of here. (laughs) This place is going, getting so depressing. I feel like I'm living outside my body at this point. I I mean, what's happened? Do you see any... Anything, any rational reason why they're doing this stuff? I, I can't. In Union Square? In Union Square, okay? Throwing paint on, on the statue. I mean, I hear you when you say, thank God I don't live in New York, but how do you get out of here? I, you know? Yeah, that's a good question. It's like, yeah. It's like 10 grand to move, and mm. then you got to have more grands to... Uh, Either buy a small little house, anywhere you're going, and cheap part. I'm not talking about a bad neighborhood, but it's cheaper state. Right. And I'm like, I don't know. I just don't know what to do anymore. I'm by myself. I'm 67 years old. I have a terminally ill heart, and I have a 20 and a half year old little Yorkie service dog. What do you do? I'm in a 55 and older community. You know, and I just don't know how to get out of here. I'm tired of paying rent increases. Everything is is illegal here. During the moratorium, 
which was federal and state in New York, they still raised my rent a hundred dollars a month every year when they weren't allowed to. So I had to go get a job to work in the mornings, a couple, two or three mornings a, a week, and that's exhausting. I was in a car accident. A legal alien crashed right into me. Mm. And thank God the truck was owned by a business because I'm suing him. Right. But I just was like, he got out of the truck and started yelling at me. I said, shut up. <laughs> I said, I'm calling the police. They were there like in 10 seconds. I never seen cops get there so fast <laughs> out here. And they, he said, I don't like the way you look. I said, I have a screaming headache. I can't turn my head. It, you know, because I already had a previous neck injury. This is what I'm living with now. You can't drive down the road because they can't drive, and they all have illegal ID. Right. You I know? understand. I don't know what, what what's going to come out of this. What are they expecting to come out of this? Do you know? I do not. I do not either. I don't. I can't make head or tail of anything that's going on. I was thinking about moving to Tennessee. What's a nice area over there? Uh, coming over to East Tennessee, in, in, like anywhere in between Nashville, Chattanooga, Knoxville, that that's area. That's I said Nashville, Chattanooga. Yeah. Nashville, that's where I'm going to look because I'm like, you know, I'm all by myself, so I got to, I'm like looking in the dark. So. <laughs> right on. Well, 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 thank you for your call. I got a few more I want to get to you right quick. But thank, thank you, you so call. much. I'm sorry. And yeah, you know the best. <laughs> I've been watching you for years now well, i well, love you thank you i appreciate you Welcome to you all the time all right now thank you thank you bye-bye all right shout out to the call a great call thank you all for being here you guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet 773 you're in the line who am i speaking to abl thanks for taking my call to your retired chicago police officer friend how are you doing oh well about yourself I'm good. ABL, you know, the thing about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, it's it's all uh, out in the open now. Everyone can see the magic trick. Once the magic trick has been exposed and you see how the trick works, then you see how it works. There's it, 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 He's exposed now. Everybody knows that he took bribes. Hunter Biden does not have the the skills for those positions that he was hired for. It's obviously apparent he was hired for that, for his father's influence, and he was paid for his father's influence. And they've enriched their family doing so. Now, the thing with uh, with Trump, ABL, to me, this is not a good thing, even though his popularity goes up when he's indicted with these more charges and more charges. And yes, uh, now he can, you know, call witnesses and everything else and have for his defense. But while you're doing that, it's taking away from you running for president. It takes away from that. I don't care. You know, uh, you might win your case, but you won't win the presidency. You know, you might expose some of these other people and show that you're right, but you lost the presidency race. And that's really, it's, a, it's like baseball. You want to go to the World Series. You want the influence 
of the presidency in order to make these real changes, because that's where you could close the borders. That's where you could have policy against China. That's where you could have the influence is when you're president of the United States. And the proof of that is Biden himself. He's got the president's seat and himself and the people behind him have the power to make these sweeping changes, which they have. They've opened the borders and let that flood in. Uh, you know, that whole fiasco over there uh, in Afghanistan and everywhere else, I mean, uh, all across the, the world is unstabilized. Uh, China, you can't trust them. You know, they take it, you know, countries are taking advantage of us. Here's the thing. You need a person like Trump now. The reason is because, as I told you before, I think he's a brash New Yorker. That's what he is. It's ugly. You know, I, I understand more than most people that people don't like the police. They don't like to be controlled. That's why people hate the police, because we come in and take control of the situation. And sometimes that gets ugly because we have to stop you from doing what you're doing. And sometimes that gets ugly. And it's the same with politics. You come in, we need to make these changes, and people don't like it. It gets in the way of people's money flow. It gets in the way of people's other uh, agendas that they might have, personal agendas. It gets in the way. And for the common good, you have to make these changes. And you need a strong person, someone who doesn't mind the slings and arrows of of making decisions like that. That's why you have to have someone strong when they're the police, someone who can take the slings and arrows. Here's the thing. I'm not telling you to do this on my authority alone. I have this uniform backing me up, the institution of the police, the institution of law and order, just like the president has, you know, the United States backing him up, you know, or at least he, he was given the authority to do that, to speak for us. We're doing this on behalf of, of our nation, and we're not going to let you take advantage of us in this way, uh, whatever it might be. So that's why I think somebody like Trump is important, and it takes away from him running for this race. They're just trying to do whatever they can to keep him from winning the presidency of the United States. And every else, everything else in their mind be damned. And one of the big reasons also, ABL, if I may say, is the press and, and uh, the news media, they're all left. Those are leftist organizations. They have infiltrated journalism. The left has through the through the uh, the journalism schools of the universities like Northwestern and other places like that. They've infiltrated the journalist uh, trade. And now the left has an agenda in journalism and in news. It's no longer it's biased now. It's no longer just reporting the news and reporting on the way things are. Because there's a lot of big questions that they didn't ask Biden or anybody else about a lot of things that were obviously apparent. And, they, and they've showed their bias. So, you know, that's not going to be a fair, fair uh, judgment. But uh, hopefully, uh, you know, I think if you, I was Trump, I would plead to the people, go to your enemies, tell them, I will make it a better society. Look where our society is going. 
many people see that we're going down the tubes and we need to put the brakes on and make some drastic changes and drastic moves. If you make small moves, like if Biden made small moves to come in, you wouldn't have to make big changes. But Biden made such big, huge, sweeping changes that when you come in now as the next president, if you were lucky enough to become president like Trump or whatever, you have to make big, sweeping moves to fix what he messed up. Anyway, that's my two cents, ABL. Thanks for taking my call, and I'll talk to you later. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. I appreciate it. All right, great call, but that will be a wrap for me. Thank y'all for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. If you like what you heard tonight, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. This is also a podcast. It'll be available on your favorite audio streaming platform, whether it be Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, Apple, iTunes, etc. In the link in the description, or just go to your favorite audio streaming platform and search ABL Live. I should pop right on up. Shout out to all you guys for being here. Couldn't do it without you. Shout out to all the mods, keeping all the trolls in chat. Shout out to all you guys who for a retweet and super chat and just watching the show. I could not do this show without you. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. All right. I got a few super chats to read right quick. Then I wrap it on up, put the bow clean on top. Thank you to Lou Maldonado for the thumbs up emoji. I appreciate you for that, boss. Thank you to Jaguar Ridley for gifting 10 ABL memberships. Thank you to TJ who says, what's up, ABL, solid channel, great stuff. Thank you for your very kind words. And shout out to Bob K. MIT who says, love to see you beat Tatum Jericho and Joel on like the old streams. Hey, you might got to make it happen. But thank y'all again for being here. I'll be back live again on Wednesday, same bat time, same bat place, right around 8 p.m. Eastern time to now 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And again, this will be available tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. as an audio-only podcast on your favorite audio streaming platform. But until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.